welcome everybody to the Saints Tech Cosmocast. I'm your host, Ramses, and with me for usual is Benkos. Hi, everybody. We're back from the underworld. And also, I got Jackie. Hello, everybody. Back from burning in the sun. Mm-hmm. It is really hot right now, but but hey, you know, uh, we're, we'll, we'll survive. It's going to be evening soon in a lot of places, and so that's going to at least help us out a little bit when it comes to, like... Okay. Yeah, right. We're talking about here being 30C outside when it's 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock okay. at night. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I, look, unlike other people, I will take that L. I will be like, yo, I will, I will take that L if it, in case something goes wrong. So yeah, I will, I will definitely, I will definitely take that L for for this. But yeah, um, obviously, of course, if you if you're um, not aware, I took a brief break. I took about a month break. There's some there are some changes happening here on this side, but I think a lot of these changes for for the better. And also, taking the break was very beneficial for me. Um, I like we haven't we didn't stop paying attention to the Saints Day news. That, that's that's that, that's a good news. We understand what's going on. We we know that there was a lot of stuff that happened between in all in that time that we we're taking that break, and we're gonna address a lot of that stuff. So 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 I don't think, but I mean, there's not too much stuff, but just a lot of important things that we need to discuss. But I do really appreciate all the support, all the everybody just like say, like you know checking up on me. I'll just all like the well wishes, like say hey, you know, thanks a lot for. You know, I just want to say, hey, thank you so much for for your support. You continue support, especially during this during that time. That month was really, really needed. I, I was, I gotta say this right now. It's like that month was just the perfect time for me to just like do what I needed to do, do my own thing, which I did. And I started like, I, like I started how to like do. I started learning how to hand paint model kits. I started. I was. I've been working on how to work a lot of work a lot of model kits. And I've been fooling around doing stuff like this a little bit more because I wanted to. I wanted to um, do a lot more with like integration with like with Twitch and stuff like that because I feel like this is a good place too. Like just in case that we, you know, if things fall through, or I want this to be another venue for us, the fans, to check out as well. Um, I just want. I just. Uh, anyways, as I was saying, so yeah, it's been it's been a good it's been a good it, um, it's just all really good to um, it's been a really good time for us to just uh, you know relax you know check you know. Check ourselves, do some changes around, and like I said, like find something else to do. And it's good to be back. Good to yeah, have you back. Yeah, and not just that too. Like when I, all I say is right now too is when we get to the episodes today, I, 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 I you know, it just there's just so it made me it made me feel really nostalgic, and it made me really want to do the show a lot more when I started doing this. And I'll get to I'll get to why we start doing the episode discussion because. Um, it was. It's a very like this. This particular part of the series, this this um this Asgard arc, is a, has a lot of meaning to me. I know, and it, it, it's a, so weird for a filter for a filter arc to have that much impact, but it's really good, really good. And I can't wait to, the, to like discuss a lot of things with it. So when we get to that episode discussion, we'll be doing it as well. Another thing we'll be discussing today is um something that we were talking about like off air, like you know during the during the off time. Which was a discussion about Saint Seiya in English. A lot of people were like, um, it was inspired by Mao, who posted a video about it on his YouTube channel. And while he had a lot of great, there's still a lot of stuff that that was kind of like omitted or like he that, or like it's not really that that well known. I kind of want to like talk a lot about that. I'll talk talk a lot about that as we're as we're going along. Also, as you can as you can see, like I've been I've um I'm recording this on YouTube, uh, and I'm I'm recording this on Twitch. If you haven't checked out Twitch, if you haven't checked out Twitch, it's at twitch.tv forward slash LRamsies84. 
not only do I, not only do I, not only do I, um, not only are we going to be recording here, but also I do do my own thing here as well. So if you can give me a follow, that would be great. All right, then let's get started with the news. Then uh, first bit of news: we finally got um, some info on the new uh, info for the September uh, time odyssey here in the United States. Uh, we, oh, it's going to come out in in September, and it's going to come with two covers. It's just come out in two covers. Just as a, just the last. This is the last time. Uh, the two covers are going to be made by. Um, it's going to be my the first cover, and one you should be seeing on screen is by. Uh, it's going to be, be my uh, be made by Chris Lee. It just it's a picture of Iki like just wearing his cloth and that really cool style that that, that they're using for this for the series where it's like he's kind of like wearing a, like a like gunmill gray. With like with like uh, with, with like um with yellow highlights, it looks so cool. And then and so it's like a bit of the manga style, but also a bit of like the Guillermo Kick style as well that he that he's been using as well. And the second cover is made by um is made by Gerald Parrell. and it's just it's just the the, the first it's just the the um the, all the four major saints and Athena, and they're all in their manga in all of their manga colors in their um in their outfit in their manga outfits, um. Yeah, we're gonna get it in September. Uh, it, it surprised the hell, heck out of me that we're gonna get that we get the, that we're gonna get the second issue this quickly. But um, yeah, um, any thoughts on anything? Oh, one last thing. Yeah, in, in addition to these covers, you're gonna get the Joe Alcat cover as well. And this, and we already kind of already have an idea now how many what how this is gonna be played out because we all, we already got more information like as like how how this is going to be be made and it's going to be made how like the Japanese version was where it's like it's going to be 32 pages each each um each issue so you're not going to get the complete book but the, like you're you're going to get at least like a part of the book but um Bekas, you've been following uh, time odyssey very closely what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on on I really really want those variant covers uh, like no it's just it's just beautiful i'm staring at it and like i can't believe just how well it looks it's uh, like here's the thing. I'm not accustomed to seeing like the well-established. Um, you get used to after a while. Even though since he has so many spin-offs, and technically speaking, many different authors have g- given their take on on the classic characters. In a way, your brain kind of adjusts to saying, "Well, yeah, but the, like those are official uh, art styles, right?" And and your brain gets used to seeing those images after a while. And my my brain is just at all at, at seeing a new official variant uh, uh, take on the, on these characters and that I just wasn't expecting it and I'm very happy for that as for the way that it's going to be handled I think that it makes sense uh, I I don't know why they would choose that uh, release uh, release form since in everybody else everywhere else sorry that has been released the the book has been like the the contained volume uh, here being separate, I don't see it as a bad thing being separated into two different uh, volumes for for uh, the the original one. So I, I, I it even it even feels better than now that we're gonna have this variant cover to accompany it. So I, I I'm actually surprised also that September is ironically the month that it's gonna be coming out in in the U.S. Considering the other bit of news that we're gonna be talking about a little bit later, but I am happy that it's gonna get it finally it's gonna get. Uh, released and i actually i'm gonna try my best to see if i can get those those versions as well to have them in my collection i'll do my best on my end to see if i can try to get those for you because but i think by the time 
this comes out that like the concert will already be set. So, I don't, but they haven't put out. They haven't said like exactly when. I want to say it's the second week of September. It's gonna come out, and that might be a little bit cutting a little too close to like the con the upcoming concert. Because I want to get a few things out to you guys before we go out before the concert like starts. Um, Jackie, any thoughts on any thoughts on uh, any thoughts on on this on this bit of news? I could actually miss this. I just saw it like maybe a little bit later than you know when I saw your teeth, but um. Well, I'm, I'm I'm glad it's actually coming out the because what next month the first one comes out right? I was trying to yes. remember the name. Okay, so they're actually doing one. So is it gonna be like three volumes for the book that that will make up the whole book? I would assume so because I think what they're trying to do is like I think they want to keep the because like this is just a practice by this is just a practice in all comic comic industry like this is not just this is not just a a isolated incident. I think what's going on is that it's more of an issue that. Uh, in, or, in order for them to like to get the maximized profits from the from from whatever they're doing, they're gonna have to like they're they're gonna have to separate it into it, and they're gonna make more, they want to make more money out of the flop as we call them the floppies, yes. as opposed to like you know the, the, where the real money is with the actual books because like the actual books, um, it's it's a weird it's 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 a weird conversation involving like with how previews works and how like the Cronian their 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 kind of like their their kind of rule is on like how they how they distribute stuff. It's a huge mess. It's a huge mess with comic books, and this is not. And this is not. This is not something that I don't think this is. I don't think this is the right venue to talk about that kind of stuff. All I gotta say is a lot of the, they're banking a lot on the on, on those floppies. That's why they're. That's why they were kind of releasing these like as individual books here in the United States and other and in the United States especially because it's a good way for them to maximize the profits from those individual from, from the usual issues. It sounded like to me. I mean, and I can see why for one thing, you know, not for giving us like the whole story you want shot, people are going to be like, ooh, what happens next? You know, creating that cliffhanger and having multiple covers. I mean, I think it's having that right effect that makes people, ooh, hey, I like this one more. I like that one more. Or you want to yeah. like them all. So, uh, like, you know, it's just, it, it's, it, I'm afraid it looks like you because we know that this was a whole book you know and so that's a whole book in in france and and the spanish releases in japan it got split into two but so he but we get the the sort of comic book thing it's not a bad thing at all and i, I like it so i just hope it that the fact we're in it so fast that it does well yeah and another, another thing that i like too is like um it's something that it, it's something that um it's it's a, it's something that bank has brought up and that is the fact that we're seeing new artwork, official artwork from people that we don't ever we don't get to see artwork from. Like um, Drop Art Hell, he works. He he used to do a lot of stuff with Marvel. But currently, he's working with with Riot. So he's working with, he's working right now with, with League of Legends, uh -huh. and like he's so he's doing a lot of work with League of Legends right now. And um, so he's so he's really famous right now in that in that um in that LO, um, LOL um scene. I'm pretty sure too he's working on on Project L as well, which is. Can't wait, but so he's. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to get attention from that. This is how, like, the last time we, we had the covers by David Mack, who worked on a lot of stuff for Marvel and was working on like a lot of, for a lot, of, a lot of MCU movies. You know, we're getting we're getting we're getting all this crazy art from like these really top top um top rate creators sure, from the United States. Like that's I think like the best part of my like just seeing all this like all this official art from like the from like these sources that that are, that are well known here in the United States. The, the, the premier part of like who makes a lot of these comic books and I like I would love to see like more like like I like like as much as I want to see like these kind of artwork these these, these kinds of like work these anime-ish kind of works I would love to like see if I like, can get like John Romita Jr. or like Todd McFarlane 
just to see if they they, they want to do a couple of covers. That'd be so crazy if they can. But that's you just that would be really something to see if it happens. One can wish. Yeah, one can very one wish. But yeah, um, like I said, the, the whole issue about them splitting the books is a whole complicated issue altogether. But you know, it does. Like I said, also too, this is like I see this as an opportunity to have like something physical with these covers as well. You know, I I am definitely gonna pick up like I'm gonna definitely pick up both of these covers because I think they're really nice, especially the sec the, the first cover by Chris Lee. That cover is incredible. I love it so much. As a matter of fact, I am like tempted to buy like a myth cloth and just repaint it to look like that. I am very close, or I might actually buy like the I might actually buy like the the anime the anime heroes and just use that because <laughs> uh, like you know I've been learning how to paint a little bit more. So like don't be shocked if you get something popped up on your feed. But um, any final thoughts on on this? Any any final thoughts on this? Um, Nicholas? Uh just well, I suppose I've already pretty much uh, said what, what I was thinking about uh, about it. I'm I'm very I'm really happy to see this. Like it genuinely makes me happy to see different uh, artists they give their take on on this franchise, particularly artists from the U.S. It's something that I did not ever thought could happen. So it makes me happy that it has. Um, Decky, any final thoughts? Looking forward to it. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, it's... We're getting Sensei stuff in English. You know, I was thinking at first that it was going to be quite a while before we heard about Volume 2 for the Time Odyssey. And hey, it's only going to be a month wait. So, you know, more than likely we won't have to wait that long for Part 3. And, okay, so I'm, I, I guess I already revealed this on, on, on Twitter, but I can talk about it here a little bit. I'm gonna be at San Diego Comic Con, and I'm yes. gonna. I hope. I hope they're there, and I can do. And that you know, something's there, and like you know, we and you know, we and I can check more. I can get more information out. But like, I do hope that uh, A Blaze is gonna be there too. Like you know, rep- I hope there's someone there too. Like, and I get to see a lot of that stuff like in person. So uh, if like there is, I'll, I'll keep you guys informed. But if not, I'm just gonna go enjoy the physical stuff. But when that time comes, I will be discussing more about that. Anyways, let's go on to our next topic. Um, time on. Speaking of Time Odyssey, Time Odyssey Volume Two, it like the official Volume Two. It's gonna it's gonna be coming out in September eighteenth in France, I believe, right? Yes. So, so it's gonna be coming out so in September. <laughs> we, we we do know for a fact that like a lot of these books, when they whenever they do, uh, whenever they do, whenever I think they said like I think you said because each book who are gonna be on the cover, it's gonna be someone they're gonna, they're gonna be focusing on. In this case, the the main the, the main character we we're going to be focusing on, focusing on on this in this um, book is going to be Shun, I believe. So, yes. um, you have you have any? Uh, is there anything else I'm, I'm missing about this uh, particular bit of news? I don't remember if we told this when we originally because the news of the second volume being in the works, uh, we we mentioned that previously, but we did not have a a release date for it. In fact, I think even though the release date has been confirmed, I'm not sure. That the image that has been circulating on the webs ha- is like the final uh, cover for it. I think it's still in the works. Maybe we'll have to wait and see. But uh, the last thing that we touched upon this, we knew that it was coming, but not the date for it. Uh, the, as as Ramses was mentioning, indeed, every volume is going to be focused on a particular bronze saint. Uh, the, the volume one is focused on Iki. Uh, volume two is going to be focused on Shun. And the subsequent volumes, uh, as far as I can remember, the original intent is to do five. There is no change of plans as far as, uh, like, Jerome hasn't given any uh, any news or any hints that that could change. 
so and the, the likelihood of Seiya being the last one is the most likely. It is. Yeah. It's. It's gonna tell and like those five volumes tell self-contained stories, but that are telling an overall arcing story for them. So that's gonna be interesting. And apparently, because for example, the volume one, without spoiling anything about the story itself, takes place uh, before the twelve temples fight begins, uh, time-wise. And the and the second volume is going to take place after the battle at Sanctuary. So. It's going to be interesting to see how Jerome takes the story uh, with these characters in these different time frames and how the overall arcing story is going to take place unfolding upon all of them. But yeah, like so far, like that's the only thing that we can confirm about the story, that it's going to be focused more on Shun. doesn't necessarily mean that the other characters will not appear on it, but the focus and the main character of said volume will be Shun for this one. Any thoughts on, any thoughts on this bit of news, um, Jackie? I might be wrong, but I could have sorted that Michael Fisner with something else. I thought I'd seen uh, an image of Mu uh, that was going to be on that volume. So probably me, I'm mistaken. No, 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 that's an official thing. There is an image of I think Mu is going to be making an appearance. Oh, okay. So it was for Chima. Okay, I wasn't sure about that. I'm always so down for more Mu. How, how long has it been since it, the, it came out last year, right? Volume 1, yes. Volume, so it's been about a year. I believe volume one came out in sep- in December. No, I think it came out. It was between August and September. I remember. I think. Okay, okay. never mind. So I I, I could have swore like the actual book came out in, se- in December, but then I get to like like we were seeing stuff as early as like as early as August. Because I remember seeing a lot of stuff in like the Japanese in like Japanese stuff. Like they were giving it out as like as a supplement in like um, Shonen Red. I so think I, it may have come out first over there. That yeah, may it, have appeared, been... it appeared first on the Champion Red before the, the official release in France. That's right, that's right. Yeah, and I believe like when it finally came out like officially in its final like in its book form, I believe it came out in like December. That's all I was saying in that like in the, the format. So it's like we're looking at like what once every six to eight months. Every book, but if it's like one guy working on this, that that take all the time we need. That's all I gotta say. Like, don't, don't, don't overdo it. Especially since I, I know a lot of people who work in the industry. Just don't, 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 don't stress out over it. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited to see where, where, where this book is gonna go. Like, you know, with, with, it, with us knowing that we're gonna be getting the, the, we're gonna be getting the stuff in the United States, it makes me even more excited to pick this, to pick to see what's gonna happen next. And I really mm-hmm. want to check out like what, like what's gonna be happening in the, in the actual book. Yeah, I'm going to guess that. Jerome is probably trying to roughly keep a schedule about a, a book per year, you know, more or less. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, give or take some time. And maybe that was one of the reasons why it took us, you know, about this long just to get it. I guess they want to allow enough time for, you know, so that um, Ablaze can do the translation, localization, all that good stuff, you know, allow themselves enough time in between. Yeah, that, that so it's like yeah, so I'm pretty sure too. I'm very sure too that like there, there's gonna be a lot. I'm pretty sure too. An, another big factor is them work uh, is Guillaume working with um with mm-hmm. with Kurumata Pro as well. I'm pretty sure they get, there's a lot of back and forth. It's like how they how this how they're gonna be playing off a lot of stuff that they that that, that Kurumata had in mind and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure there's a lot of back and forth that they got that they have to do before they put everything in, into ink. Yeah, so they they have to uh, ha- allow that. But 
you know, at the end of the day, the important thing is that we're getting it in English, you know, because, it's, uh, and of course, it, it goes, you know, all in all with all the news, what we're covering today, you know, people are saying, oh, things say, you know, is then the U.S., who cares? Well, you know, if any, if the fact that we're getting, you know, these books, it just shows you that there is interest. It's maybe a slow start, but it's there, it, you know, so keep it up and, you know. Hopefully, you know, more companies take notice and this is just the beginning of more, they say, things we're getting because we're also getting something along the lines of fun, right? Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Fun. 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 Um, so. I'm pretty sure someone's laughing and someone's laughing right now. <laughs> fun co! Fun co! Wait, hold on. Let me see if it's... No, that's not, that's not next on this. That's not a school list. Hold on. Well, uh, you, you're you're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting way too ahead of yourself. But yeah, um, you got because there's other things we gotta discuss too. But yeah, um, no, no. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to see where, where the story's gonna go to next because it pretty much described it and pretty much described it really well. And I cannot wait to um to wait. To, I cannot wait to uh, I cannot wait to see. I cannot cannot wait to read what's happening next. All right. Speaking of toys, but not quite Funko just yet. Holy moly! We got a lot of we got a lot of um, Saint Seiya um, news from Tamashi Nations from the Me from the Mexico leg of the tour. It was quite <gasps> packed, quite oh. packed, and, and, oh, I, packed, and I regret right. and I regret not attending it. <laughs> oh, ah, that's fine. That's perfectly fine because we got to see a lot of the news, anyways. And like, like I'm disappointed that they didn't show up one thing, but I'm surprised at the amount of things that they that they did talk about. Okay. First thing first, we're getting reissues of the of, of the classic five of the classic five um, bronze saints in uh, in like new and new pearlescent um, paint paint jobs. They look more anime accurate in my opinion. And in in Japan, they're gonna be they're gonna be Tamashi Nation Tamashi Web exclusive figures. And I believe everywhere else they're gonna be like normally available. And I'm pretty sure because like they they would not be able to, they're not gonna skip Mexico. Like that's. That's money on the that's money on the that's money on the floor that they they're, they that they're not if they put it as an exclusive they're not gonna that they cannot get back. Um, second second of all we got we got our ex um deluxe set of Athena in both her regular form and her and with her cloth that you see at the very end of the series very cool in my opinion. We're also gonna get um revive um a couple of um a couple of ex revivals of of um of Gemini of. Uh, Capricorn. Oh my god, hold on. Let me bring Mi it up. Milo. Yeah, Milo. Death Mask just released the revival. Um uh, list right here. Da, 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 da. Uh, my god, I skipped it over. I'm going too quick. Stop! Stop! Stop scrolling, stop scrolling, stop scrolling. Um yeah, Milo and Death Mask and Saga. I believe also Moo as well is getting one as well. Moo already got one. He's okay. already out. Uh, oh, okay. Here's the one. It's Saga, Camus. It's, it's just Saga and Camus for right now, and also like it's Saga and Camus, and I believe, uh, like you said, uh, Shaka. And yeah, those are gonna be. There's a, those are the next figures to get that get the revival treatment. And Wait, also, but Camus just came out not that long ago. I think I think it was lumped in with like the stuff because I think it just it just came out like it barely came out like 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 within the time frame of it. So it's, they kind of classified it as like uh, as as a figure. That's something I added by that release. And finally, they're taking votes on they're taking they were taking votes on like I don't know why they said I don't know why on the website. I don't know why on the um 
on the, when I first saw it, it said there July 16th. But no, it was actually June 16th. So June 16th till August 31st, they're taking votes on which figure you want to get reissued into the series. And there's various figures that are being that, that are being thrown around here. We got Siegfried of Alpha Delta. Um, we got here uh, Papillon Miru. We got um, Hades. We got um, Solo Gold um, Iodios, Poseidon. Um, we got um, the first of the first myth of EX of, um, of Saga and Marin. Uh, some of those that are being that are being considered for issue. And I think that the, the figure, the Sasea figure, that's the EX figure, I believe. Yeah, the probably the the B two. Mm. So yeah, so 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 that, so you can vote on those. I'll post a link to that, and you, you get you can get your votes, um, you know, heard on the on the um, on the website. And finally, we're going to be getting even more info going into going into like 2024. They said like they're they're going to be they're going to be um spreading out all these releases coming going forward. So you got these two releases, and then in July we're going to be getting even more, and then in August as well. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be shocked that the one of these places were to be announced just a white piece around the O'Connor card handshake. <laughs> but yeah, any thoughts on all of this bit of toy news? Um, thank us. Uh, my wallet is weeping. I think all of them. Are... Yeah, like there are many. There are many of those figures that I want. I'm kind of on the fence on the B on the B ones because uh, let's be clear about this. This is not like EX versions of the b1 clots this is the regular myth clots that are getting a revival so even though the quality for them is going to be much better than the original release which already like those myth clots the regular ones were already pretty good by that time it's still not the size and still not the level of detail that most of the ex figures have been able to acquire so it's kind of something that makes like if you are somebody that collects that thing those figures you're probably going to get them but it's something to take into consideration. And also, these figures are probably going to... I would hope that Bandai has a little bit of foresight to do a decent, uh, rumber, a decent number to run them. Because those are probably some of the most popular versions of the clots. I don't fancy the B1s too much, to, truth be told, from the anime, but it, like I'm in the minority here. So th those figures are very... Those versions of the clot are very loved and are very well desired by by people both collectors and general maybe somebody that just wants to have the figure on the on their room so hopefully that they they will have enough stock of them as for athena it's it's just the only thing that i can say is about goddamn time the ex line is over 10 years old and just now we're getting athena on an e on an ex form Better late than never, but still. Don't so, say it. Don't say it was ten years. Oh my yeah. god, I'm crumbling to dust. <laughs> That's exactly why, how I felt when I was researching that. Like, because I, re I remember when they announced that they announced they announced the EX with like the with the solo gold figures, and they announced the crown figures as well. And just like I remember that, I was like, don't tell me. I thought that was five years ago, but tell me but now you tell me ten years ago. I'm just like, ah. It's been a while. It's uh -huh. been a while. But um, keep going. So yeah, so uh, so I'm really happy that we're finally gonna get uh, Athena with her God Claw, and that it, it looks it looks fantastic. I I really want that figure. Uh, I I hope that I hope to get the set, but I know that's gonna be very difficult. So I'm kind of already grinding my teeth, figuring out how I'm gonna get that set with both her regular Sayori uh, 
regular clothes and with her cloth, so I'm hoping to get that. Uh, and it's going to be one of those items that it's going to be fought over by collectors, trust me on that. For the other figures, well, uh, I, I keep hoping that more of the revivals are coming out. I, I would like to complete my, my EX collection, so hopefully more of them get released because some of those figures are very difficult to find or in the aftermarket they're very much overpriced. And, uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's something that I'm actually makes me happy to see all these figures getting announced. There's still a lot of potential there. Bandai, Bandai and uh, Toei just got to put their heads together and do a good job. Uh, Jackie, do you have any thoughts on, on the current stuff that's, that's that just got announced here at the Tamashii Nation leg of, Me- of the Mexican board? Why the hell couldn't they have announced this de- in December, damn it? <laughs> you, know, you realize that's when I bought my Athena? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh that's no. why I was growling. That's oh, why I was growling in the back. God, that sucks. Because I, and I asked around, they said no, and I don't think we'll see her. That's why in, in a group I'm on Facebook for that for figures. They're like, no, I think we'll, likely we won't see her. It's gonna be either really expensive, which definitely hit on that one, but they weren't expecting it to like late next. And they're like, oh no, we're gonna release. They announced it, and it's gonna be for the seven. I'm like. Son of a jackal. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um... So now I'm really still like, well, I got other things, but I'm like, do I try to go for her after all? I mean, she looks gorgeous, but what is it going to be like around $250? Ouch. Maybe, yeah. If you want that, if you want the EX, you want the EX set with the cloth, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're looking. We're looking at like two hundred. I mean, do bucks. I either do I try to do I try to maybe just look for an older? Like the older, that's just the story version because I obviously I have Athena Goddess because I'm also trying to do something like a custom figure. So either I could keep this one for spare, maybe use it for my customs, and then I get that new one because it really does looks gorgeous. But well, I mean, you could, you could, you could. I mean, you could go to the, you can go to like the, 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 you know, the, the. You can go to, you know, I won't, I will condone this. I will absolutely not condone what I'm about to say next. So like whatever I do, this is not this is not something that this show is sponsored or anything like that. But you know, you <laughs> could go to you can go to like you know Alibaba or something like that, and just or AliExpress and just like you know pick up some of those like third party ones. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, if you're if you're really if you really really want those, because like I like I again I don't I'm not I am not condoning the uh, I'm not condoning piracy or anything like that. But you know, I've seen some of them and they're like you know from a distance they can pass. If you're gonna do stuff like customize, if you're gonna customize stuff, I would suggest you not doing too much on them. No, not I got you. I don't, no, no, no. I mean, for I actually bought stuff from uh, AliExpress, but it was like I bought one of the. Uh, since we're talking about figures, you know the Holy Contract um, Soria waifus. I got one uh, of those. Oh no! Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. no 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 but for I remember making a costume. Okay. So that's why. That's why I got it. No, I'm not using the Athena. No, I'm not touching my Athena. What I did do for my Athena, I made her um a costume. I made her a skirt, an actual fabric skirt. So she looks really nice. I think I've seen I think I see all your work on Twitter. It looks really cool with all that all the, all the custom stuff, like all the custom cape stuff and stuff like that. Stuff like that, believe it or not, is really cool that someone's doing because I'm always I'm always, like like okay. Like full disclosure, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Like this is like uh, this is gonna be Ramsey's time. Like ra- like give me give me a minute or two to self indulge here. Sure. I collect toys. I collect a lot of action figures from like everything. I collect Transformers. I collect GI Joes. 
another thing I like collecting is I like collecting like I like collecting stuff from D- from DC Comics, especially the stuff that's currently being released right now, like Farland. A lot mm-hmm. of that stuff is really good. The problem is, Tom McFarlane doesn't believe in cloth capes, so you can make a killing if you can like if you can make like if you can like like make a Superman cape. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get a whole line of people asking for asking for one. I guarantee it. You can like make you can make your money back instantly if you're saying, "Hey, I'm making a cape. If I'm making a seven inch cape. I'm making a seven. Inch, I'm making a cape for a seven inch Superman." That's Boom. the thing. I mean, I'm not really a, a good. I mean, I can only sew by hand. I'm really bad at it. My mom, she's the one that goes. But you know, I'm just trying it because somebody offered to bake me that, and the price they wanted to charge me, I'm like, no, okay, I'm not the best, but I can probably do this. And I ended up refurbishing like a really old Barbie doll dress that was falling apart, but. The portion that I used for the screen was still in good condition, and that's what happened. But yeah, that's um, one of my little side projects. I'm gonna see if I can make uh, a custom figure like based on my own stuntian. And no, for that, that's why I bought one of those holy contract ones and uh, bootleg, um, yeah, like sorry. No, I'm not gonna use the actual one, but yeah, I don't know. I may just pass up, and as nice as it looks, I mean, I have my. As gorgeous as it looks, I do have Maya Thien, and I'm really happy with her. She's right here taking up uh, a good chunk of my desk right now. I know that feeling. I know that feeling, but like not with Saint Sail figures, but like I'm looking, I'm staring at a, I'm staring at like a shelf full of Transformers, and I'm like I got more coming in. I don't know. How, these guys are just gonna be falling off, falling off the shelf. Just gonna be hanging on to dear life at this point. <laughs> um, yeah. Any final, any final thoughts on this bit of news? <laughs> General Bankos. Uh, just uh, well, a part of me wants wants to say, please stop. My wallet can't take it anymore. But another part of me says, please go on, give me more. <laughs> so here's um, hoping that I can get those figures. That's all I can say right there. Um, Jack, any final thoughts? Thanks, you jerks, Tomashi Nations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last thing I wanted to say. I, the thing, the thing I was saying, I was disappointed on. We were teased back in New York that we were going to get stuff for the movie. And it didn't show shit. Then yeah. you're right. They haven't. They had, the, the only thing we've seen was like the pendant, but I don't know if that pendant is like the, a prop from the movie or it's something they could actually sell. That's my problem. And I would kill for that pendant. Like, I, I, if you said, hey, we're selling that, we're just selling the pendant. And we're, we're selling the pendant for like 35 bucks. Okay. Maybe they do make an Athena from the movie. I'll forgive to not machinations. I'm like rubbing my credit card on the I'll rub my credit card in front of the freaking in front of my freaking monitor if they say, hey, you can buy um, they can buy the pendant. Because like I love I love bullshit. I love bullshit like that. I I live I live for I live I live for like role-playing items. Like I like rider belts and like transformation devices from Sun Sentai, or like, <laughs> or like weapons or like weapons from like animes and stuff like that. That's my jam. That is my absolute favorite jam. And I'm happy that there's at least something from Saint Seiya that 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 that, 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 um, that insect part of my brain that wants some, that wants role play items. Like, cause like I have like what I have like a couple of guns. I have a couple of Nerf guns from like Guardians of the Galaxy. I have a few like I have a few I have a few henchin belts. I'm eyeing the new hitching belt from uh, from Chin Kamen Rider. Oh god! Let, let, just give me all the roleplay stuff. Just give, me, just give it to me, damn it! Yeah, that reminds me. I gotta send you that uh, uh, package with that. Well, yeah. 
Hey! Oh god, that's right! Oh god, that's right! I'm sorry, I, can't, I forgot. Okay, I'm gonna get no, it. No, 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 I completely forgot that. I completely forgot. And for a good reason, there's for a good reason. Like I said, I was doing my own thing, but like, I completely forgot. I will discuss it off, off stream later, but oh my god, that's another, that's another stupid transformation. <laughs> <laughs> you can do like a Sailor Moon type transformation. Oh my god, you know, you, you know, like how, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 30, okay, full of I'm 39 years old. I kill for a I kill for a, I kill for a, a Sailor Moon Kenshin one or a Kenshin device. Seriously, because like every time every time I want to get one, I have no money and I, I got I don't want to pay third party. I don't want to pay a third party stuff for. Oh my god! Okay, we gotta get off this topic. We gotta get off. Oh my god! We got more toys. Jackie, <laughs> please. Since you're the one who brought it up the last time, why, why don't you take over on this one and you get us started this one while I while I curl um, up in a ball and cry. <laughs> Okay, so as we were pretty much spoiling it, or we were talking that uh, we got some new Saint Seiya Funkos announced. I was actually surprised by those. I was not expecting Me that. Me too. You know, again, going back to the whole, oh, Saint Seiya is dead in the US. Nobody cares. Boom. Four new Funkos. I am somebody that does not care for Funkos at all. I'm restraining for what I really think about them. I, I really don't like them. But hey, any, if they get people that like those things to take a look in the series and say, hmm, what is this about? Then I'm all for it. And any any merchandise related to Saint Seiya, even if it's Funko, hey, like the more the merrier. So because it's that you gotta you can't compare them to other types of, of figures and their designs, you know. You can't compare Funko to an to an Android per se and say, oh which the Nendoro is the better. It's comparing that Plus two oranges, you know. They're two different styles. The best way, the best, the best way I can describe, the best way I can describe a Funko Pop is like they're the they're the gimmick, they're the gimmick cup at McDonald's that you pick up for like a movie in the nineties. This is like your Jurassic Park cup that you that you get with a you get you get with like a meal. Well, it's like as like say like a a Nendroid or something more higher higher end that it's it's its own thing. Like this is just like this is a freaking this is it's just an over it's just an overpriced like McDonald's toy. But you know what? You know, at first I was a little bit surprised that okay, and we might as well say. So what we had announced is uh, the remaining uh, bronze in the in their respective gold armors that they inherit. If you know your Saint mm-hmm. Seiya, you know you'll know that where all that comes from. Um, Seiya has already been released. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, hopefully, I don't know how well how available Seiya in the Sagittarius armors is. But if it's, it's a, a, you. Yeah, on the after but... on the after oh on the aftermarket, I have seen Seiya go for like like if the if the base price is, is twenty if the base price is ten dollars for like for like a regular for like a regular figure, I've seen it go for like thirty dollars. So it's like it's it's getting up there in scarcity. So there is it is selling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, scars by if selling is probably so hey, maybe we'll get a release. We don't know. But anyway, so we're getting uh Aquarius Hyoga. We're getting Virgo Shun, Libra Shiryu, and Leo Iki. Oh, I actually remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole reason, you know, I tend to forget the last uh, Shun and it is because we only see them towards the very end of the series. You know? mm-hmm. So obviously, we haven't even seen the the anime, the Hades anime, in English. We're still what? sitting here and waiting. Hmm. And there should be there's a convention going on, you know. Now that, that, that then would have been a good time to announce something. Hint, hint, Bandai. I'm not Bandai toy. Come on. 
anyway, we only see Sh- uh, Shun and Nikki in the in the zodiac armors all the way at the pretty much the very end of the Hades saga. So if you haven't seen the anime, you know, beyond the classic, if you haven't seen Hades uh on Tuvi, which I think is the only platform that's available right now for the US with subtitles, or you can watch it with the Spanish sub if of course you understand Spanish. But so otherwise it is a bit of a well, not a big sub, but but if you're wondering why Iki he gets the Leo armor, Virgo. Let's not talk about that. Let's not, let's let, let's just no, skip that. But it part. is based on their. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it's just the, the data that they're just based on their birthdays. Oh, okay. Can, like that. That's the whole reason why they inherit because they are. It's something you don't really think about it, but you know, like Hyoga is an you know what is an Aquarius too. It, it, yeah. Each of the brands today, they, you know, they match an uh zodiac so, sign. So really, that's why. But... Like, I say, don't say don't say a particular reason itself, but like you know, but if if that's that's a good actually a very good reason to say. Yeah, no, I mean honestly, yeah, that's the way I think. I'm like, okay, you know, it makes sense because you know it really you know matches the their their sign. I mean, it makes sense that the wedding Harry, you know, something related to their sign. As mm-hmm. far as I know, we don't have like say, to my knowledge, that anyone they say maybe like say like a Pisces say that was born, you know, as a Taurus, for example. When you think about it, that'd be pretty weird. Yeah. Because, you know, characters, they all, it's just something they always always say, say all the characters, they at least have a birthday or something. So, you know, it just seems kind of strange, but that's that's why um, those two ha- got those. Hard. But anyway, go on. Um, I was going to say, like, like I said, I'm just surprised that he's releasing stuff this late in the series. I'd rather, I'm not saying like this late as in like oh like you know it's like very like very late as in like time wise but like well time wise as in, in the series wise not in like not like right now because like one like you said Hades not Hades Hades is like very like no one knows what's going on in Hades the only thing if you only reference to reference that I think people that that will collect these things would have would be the manga mm-hmm. yeah and like the manga has been way out of print and the only way you can get it is through digital or through like the Shonen Jump app so. There's a, there's a there's a lot of weird so it's so so it's so weird to see the to see some of these figures to see them make these these figures. Um, I'm happy because like I'm 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 down for more Saint Sale merch. I do collect somewhat uh, these things the 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 the, um, the oh, Funko Pops. I'm not a huge like I have walls of them. I have like only characters I like, only characters I like, and only get one. That's it. No more. No less because it's not. I'm I'm gonna end up in that hole, and I don't want to end up in another hole right now. <laughs> no, which which I mean, I only have yoga from the set. My friend has yeah. all of them, though. Well, I have. Actually, um, no, I, I just think she got yoga. <laughs> I, I just I just got I got Saya. That's all I really want. I, that's all I got Saya. I, I wouldn't mind getting the the the, the Sagittarius cloth Saya, but mm-hmm. I got basic bronze Saya. That's it. But then I get to I'm like staring I'm staring at all the ones I got like what I just got Cobra Commander, Optimus Prime, this Zuko from Demon Slayer, Sergeant Slaughter, Cody Rhodes. Oh, like I said, it really depends. Some of the films, because I'm kind of like, mm, but then some of them look really, they just really captured, like, I don't know, they just really captured the characters. For so, I mean, Yeah. I have, I have, like, a Red Suko Funko Bob, and I think oh, yeah. really Yeah. So I was going to say, like, I have, I have, um, I got what, I got what's his face, uh, Monokuma. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys play, um, Danganronpa. Oh, but, but the, I'm familiar with the guy. I know the, the crazy ass bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they made, they, they, they made one not too long ago, and, 
So Funko Pop is like one of the few Funko Pops like they captured it perfectly because he has he already has like these weird beady eyes as is. Mm-hmm. So like it, it already fits, it fits the character. It's like like why not? But yeah, like there's a market for these guys. Uh, these these obviously sold really well because I know these I know like in the aftermarket these figures right now like uh, if I go through if I go through um if I go through Amazon like legit figures are going for like what like fifteen dollars and they usually the retail price is like nine ten dollars so it's like that's actually pretty good that's actually put like investment over like time so like so uh, well and then like for example the the Iki, the one that that's with the blue that one with the with the glow in the dark flames I think that one's like I think that one and and the Sagittarius Classea those two are like in the are, are like thirty bucks each which is like rightfully so because I think I believe Saya was a like distributor exclusive and mm. I believe Iki was a Barnes and Noble exclusive that particular oh, I didn't version. Know that. Hmm. So but that's really cool and like I said we were discussing before this like you already have the base for like five for like five more gold saints if you really want to go in and just like say hey we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna make uh camus we're gonna make toko we're gonna make shaka we're gonna make iodios iodia iod and iodios there you go you have you you, you just need to like pop the heads and give them you give new heads to these guys and that's it so that's weird. It seems like why would they release the Bronze Saints again? Maybe it was kind of to sort of test the waters safely in a way because it's still the Bronze Saints, you know, they're still the most popular, I think, or yeah. the better known. So, you know, you're kind of giving you giving you an operation. I'm like, if they still will, no, maybe they'll go for the Gold Saints next. That's what I'm thinking too. Because, like, we know the Gold Saints will sell because, like, those, like, the gold, anything with the Gold Saint on it, they, 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 they we've, we've, we had the discussion before in the show. You put this gold saint on anything, people will buy it. <laughs> um, any thoughts on any thoughts on all this, Ben? Because I know you, I know you're not a big fan, but like just like briefly, if you have anything that that, that you want to say before just you before re- move on. Yeah, just re- emphasize again. Like I might not be too fond of the Funko itself, but hey, if it gets if it gets more Saintia related merchandise and that gets the hands of people that appreciate them and like them, then I, it's a it's a good thing regardless of what one may think of the. Of the Funko, so I'm happy for that. All right, then let's let's move on to Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll just put up the um the new the put up the finally oh my god they finally put the subtitle version of Saint Seiya on Crunchyroll here in the United States. Is it also available in other parts of the world? in subtitles as well. Oh shit! No, no. Let me check again, but let me check again. But as far as I know, here in Mexico, we only have the dub. Oh. Oh, that's well. The dub, the, the the Spanish, the the Spanish Latino dub is great. I'll give them that. But that still sucks. That like that that still sucks. That like the like now we're kind of now in a huge advantage now that we have the the that we have the subtitle version because there's always this huge discussion. Like I am not watching this show unless it's subtitled. There it is. To yeah. be honest, and I'm probably in the minority here. I did watch maybe a couple episodes with the original Japanese audio. And for some reason, I couldn't get into it. I thought that they got they spoke way too fast. And maybe they did this back then, you know, in older. And now for newer series, of course, you know, say you slow their voices down. But it was something that a lot of a lot of people were requesting. So wouldn't you crunch your up for doing that? No, maybe give it to the other region. Yeah, I just checked. It's in here at least in 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 Latin America. We only have the Latin dove and the Brazilian Portuguese doves. Mm. Ow. 
But oh. at the same time, at the same time, too, this is like I said, like like here in the United States, we where uh, the, the whole dub versus sub thing is just uh, it's an it, I don't know why this I don't know how like I I understand why this argument started, but like people are still holding grudges to this day. Like they they there there are blood feuds going on for sub versus dubbed, and it's like when that when that first when when they first came out on Crunchyroll, but well, we were well, we were all very elated because like we all really liked the dub and. Like, just, just to be fair, I love the dub as well. I saw people were like, "No, no sub, no, don't watch it." I'm like, oh, "God damn it!" So, so, like now it's now now I'm like, "Look, there's absolutely zero excuses on your end to like not watch the series. It's right there. You're already paying the subscription already for other series. Please watch it." Um, I, I like I I know I know this I, just kind of a brief subject, but like, do you have I guess any other thoughts on the on, on this bit of news? Because I I am. Yeah, like at first I was kind of shocked because I didn't know that they did that until you just told me uh, <laughs> earlier ago. And, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I didn't know. I, I swear, I, I didn't know. Like I, I, I haven't been on social media too much recently, and oh, but I didn't see God. like the, the the people where I normally get the information from because I usually like learn about the news even if I'm not on it through other mediums. And nobody's talking about this, so like I'm I'm legit surprised about this. And Maybe for all because it wasn't in the Spanish. Uh... Um, Latin America, unfortunately, man. Yeah, well, well but yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, it's astounding. Like, I know that the new dub is also great, but if if it's a thing where people will use it as an excuse not to check something out, if it's in Japan, if it has the original language with subtitles, hey, the better, right? Like, the more options, the better. So this makes me very happy, actually. Um, Jackie, do you have any thoughts on on this bit of news? Well, you said you know. For those of you that, you know, are like, subs are better than dubs, no excuse now, go watch it. Thank you. Yeah. And also, yeah. people in the U.S. definitely still like Saint Yeah, Sorry, I know this is going to be kind of a random insert thing, but it's just someone's chair picture for, for me from Anime Expo. Uh, somebody is cosplaying over there as Sayori and Camu. That's mm, so... Nah, this is not the time. This is not the time. <laughs> I wish. We... But I just want to say, you know, there is a say a love in the U.S. Yeah, there is, and I'm I'm happy too. It's like you know, we're getting more options. Things are opening up to the American yeah. market. And I do you hope know, that's that... the whole of it. That things are opening up. So you know, it, I think every little bit counts. You know that you know, no excuses. You can now watch it in Japanese. You know, read the subtitles. But, but maybe check out at least one episode in English, you know. I have some I have some I have some thoughts about the dub when we get to it. But mm-hmm. it's it's so like the the the, the, the stuff that the, the stuff that's out there especially in like the stuff the stuff like the gold the, the, the gold Saints article is really good in my opinion. So if you wanna check out something, check out something from that part of the series. Um any final thoughts before we move on to our next topic? Anyone? No, no one? Good. Okay, no. Cool. let's move on to the next one. Let's All go. Right. That's all. That's all the news we got. Unless there's anything else that anybody wants to bring up before we head to our next topic, because like we like we already hit up all everything else. Because like I'm not sure if I'm missing anything. No. Yes. Uh, well, no. just a quick mention that volumes eight and nine of the final edition came out in Japan uh, mm. in June. So, but okay. outside of, outside of that, there hasn't like been any announcement for the following ones. Hopefully, we get them this year. But if not, hopefully early next year. Yeah. And we'll have to wait and see. Um. Also, too, I forgot to I forgot to put this on the slide as well. because we don't have we have absolutely no no info about this just yet. And this is more for Bankas. This is more for Bankas. Um. Apparently, Toy is gonna start doing a collab with Oxo. 
And the, the, one of the first things they're going to be putting out in in at Oxo stores is going to be Saint Sam merchandise. Yes, uh, apparently that got confirmed. I don't like uh, credible sources cited this, and that, like that's a plan that they intend to do. I haven't retweeted anything, and or I haven't said anything, or I didn't put it here because I haven't been able to get like an official confirmation or something that kind of like let us see what it's actually going to be about. But it is apparently confirmed that here in, well, in Latin America, but specifically here in Mexico now, the uh, convenience store chain OXO, which is the biggest and <laughs> the only Mexican one here in the country, but there are more OXOs than there are uh, dogs on the street. So yeah, pretty uh, much. You can't hit a, you, you, you can't hit a, you can't hit a ball while hitting like 50 OXOs on the way up, on the way up there. Basically, every corner that you're taking here in this country, there is an OXO somewhere around there. So, anyways, uh, uh, when we get the, like the the specific details, we'll be sure letting you know exactly what confirms what it what it's supposed to be about. But yeah, apparently, like in their intent of um, promoting uh, their their franchises, toy animation in general, all of them, uh, uh, obviously One Piece, Dragon Ball, etc., they are going to be doing stuff in this territory, which they have for a very big part been left untouched this past uh, well all this time and Saint Seiya was mentioned amongst being like one of the ones they're going to be pushing and there's this collaboration confirmed with this convenience uh, store chain but we still haven't gotten the details as to exactly what it entails unfortunately as far as I'm aware at least so Bank has has any call out like then has this like this has been done before I mean with any other toy friend? not mm-hmm. that I come not that comes to mind really not on convenience stores well, they, they they did a lot of stuff back in the days with uh, with Lawson's in Japan. Yeah, yeah. In Japan, but like that, like outside of Japan, is practically unheard of. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure too that they must they, they must have done like that back in back in the days back in, back back in the all or nothing days of, of the next, back when it was, when it was first. Started. I'm pretty sure they had something that we must have forgotten or something like that. I know they do. I know they do stupid stuff here in the United States all the time too. Like they'll have like here's a cup. You go to Seven Eleven, buy this, buy this slurping, buy this cup. Matter of fact, they're doing this really cool promotion right now with uh, Pac-Man. I'm like, oh god, I want what I want. So that stuff from Pac-Man. I'm a huge fan of it. But that's a that's again that's a that's a that's a that's a Saturday morning squad. That's a Saturday morning squad topic, not a Saint Seiya Cosmocast topic. Um, but yeah, like if like if we get any news, like uh, we'll be sure to say it. And like Bankas, please, like just as I, as as, as I, I'm gonna try to hook you up with the stuff for like lot, lot, um, Time Odyssey. Please try to get me some of this stuff. You I got it. Don't you. worry about it. I can <laughs> beg you. I'm all I need. I want I, got- stu- I want. I want. I want all the. I want all the collectible mugs. I want all that super bullshit. That's you, know, right. you know. That's why I asked him. I'm like, if this had been done before, like, what kind of merchandise that would you have? I'm pretty I sure it's really gonna be. Don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be typical. Like, hey, here's a. You know, here's a. Here's a collectible cup. Here is a. You know. A sticker album, you know, you buy certain amount of you buy certain amount of things here for like sticker albums are pretty popular in Latin America still, right? Yeah, yeah, they still do that. Yeah, I mean, or you know, unless you're like the unless it's the World Cup time, like everybody's just collecting. Like you and me, I'm like, oh shit, like I gotta kick, I gotta get all of them. <laughs> Anyways, that that's just me. But like I um, but yeah, like so, so those, those. Yeah, I get it. With just speculations, but some we don't. So this has never really been done before. So really, we're kind of just. Yes, yeah, so I, I mean the thing is like it's been done. It has been done with Saint Seiya. So we kind of have, we have a kind of a clear idea what they're going to be doing. Like if we see other places, like I'm pretty sure we're going to get some sort of like gimmick cup, or I'm pretty sure they're going to have like some sort of gimmick flavor of whatever thing they sell. Like you know, icky fiery red like Cheetos or something like that. I don't know. 
Oh god, that'd be great. I got lost. Full disclosure. Why am I saying full disclosure? So just get just to like just to let everybody know. I think Bangkok knows this more as well. Back in the days, we used to, we used to, like, back in the days, back in, back in those old, all or nothing days in, like, 94, 95, they used to sell sensei potato chips. Yeah, they probably did. I, yeah, I, I think it, yeah, they did. They did. It's been such a long time. Exactly. It's like, I remember this clearly, clear as day, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it, oh, so, it's like, I'm going to be surprised. Like, I'm going to be surprised. It's like, yeah, here's, like, fiery, fiery oh, you're, maybe. Like, you know, chips. maybe the pogs. Those pogs. Yeah, that's the, that. No, they, but they release potato chips. Okay, that's cool though. No, because uh, in Chile, they didn't have the like actual like potato chips. You know, thing thing where you know say say yeah, but they did have like the it came with a pog. Actually, still have one from when I visited back in. Oh the God, I, I, like my my kingdom for those pogs, man. Like that's all yeah. I gotta say. My now they release it, but the one I have is actually from one of the packages. I was like, oh man, that was nostalgic. <laughs> um, let me see. Okay, I found a picture right here. I'm gonna put it right here on our little Discord here. But like, yeah, these these were like real potato chips, and they like they were like um. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, you need to share that later on social media. That is awesome. I got a better idea. I got a better idea. I got a better idea. Like I don't want I don't like doing this because like I, I usually have this thing I usually have these things like a little bit more um I, I usually have like you know I usually have, have a little bit more control. But like for those of you who are watching right now the stream uh, here on twitch.tv for uh twitch.tv forward slash L Ramses84. Let me show you what I just posted onto. Man, for packing you for the night, that looks pretty damn good. Um, let's see. Damn. And we're just gonna cover us for a little bit. Yeah, this is these are potato chips. These are real potato chips that you could have brought in 1995. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I remember this. I remember this really well. Anyways, yeah, like like. Like um, I can't wait to see what they. I can't see. I can't wait to see any of that kind of stuff that's gonna come out next with Saint Seiya. So it's Maybe it's, they'll do those sodas. God, I've been seeing them a lot lately. Like a lot of the character sodas for Sailor Moon. I've seen for Dragon Ball Z. And I've seen for series too. So who knows? Yeah. Alrighty then. I guess we should go on to our next bit of discussion here about um the English versions of Saint Seiya. Like I said before, I think I discussed this. Not briefly, but I had like a I had an episode about this way back when I was doing this solo, and I asked on Twitter if like anybody was interested. In, like a lot of people were, were very interested on the topic itself. So yeah, I mean we and what's interesting is that when I did this like three years ago, we actually have we absolutely had no idea on a lot of stuff, but now we have a very clear idea on so many things nowadays, and especially on stuff that we had no idea that was that what they were doing like behind the scenes as well. Like we have, like we have, like before. I didn't even know about Starstorm. I didn't know about going to the cosmos. We all we, we know that stuff now. So that that's really cool. That's like that time has let us. That time has let us like get, get like a kind of an update on what's on, on all this. So obviously, of course, if you're not familiar with Saint Seiya, um, Saint Seiya started in 1986 in Japan with the manga and the anime. I believe the manga started first, and then the the anime soon after. And I believe in like early 1990, 1991, we started seeing it in like other places around the world, like in France. And then around like 92-ish, 90, around 94-ish, it came to Mexico. And that's why I think like that's when I think the biggest kind of like response to Saint Seiya started happening. Like that's when I think people started taking notice about the series. When it finally, when it finally started hitting Mexico, I think like 
once that started, once, once that once people's ears started getting to the ground about that, that's when people started paying a little bit more attention to it. However, we do know for a fact from documentaries that they that have been released over the last couple of months that there were attempts as early as 1992 to bring Saint Seiya here to the United States. The first one is worst one that we know of. Well known at this point was Guardians of the Cosmos, and oh boy, we discussed that. We discussed that last episode. Uh, like I said, we I love that. I I love it for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> however, however, I think like this is kind of this is kind of a weird one because I'm not 100 percent sure how this was distributed. Yeah, how it was distributed. There was a dub made in English that was I'm pretty sure made internally at Toy. And it was just like a compilation, like compilation, like things that they would show. And it's just like, a, like there was like one that's kind of floating on the internet is, is a time when, um, when Sarah had to save Sayori from the crow guy. Um, what's the name of that guy? Um, uh, from Jamian? Damien? Yeah, Jamian. Damien? Yeah. Damien, yes. Damien. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> yeah. So, so they had a level of that. And like, I'm pretty sure they got like, okay, who can speak English here in the house? Who can speak English here in the office? Okay, you, 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 go in. Go in, we're, we're, we're dubbing this. And I'm pretty sure what the intent was, I know they do this a lot of times for, like, like you know, flights. Especially, like, like, like long flights to, like, from, from, like, you know, from, from, to Japan, from, like, you know, for either the United States or from, like, other parts of the world that's a little bit too far. So, from, for, like, international flights, I'm pretty sure what they did was they, they had a dub made, and you can, like, watch it on, uh, like on the on the on the video on demand, like you know, on the services, like you know, you just like you pop, they give you an offer, like, hey, you can watch this, and like you watch the pop in the video, it's like, oh, it's a cartoon, where a cartoon dubbed in, like you know, as an in-flight thing that you that you watch, like on your little uh, on you know on the way to like Japan. So I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but I'm also under the assumption too, this was this was an early attempt at a dub that they were trying to do, and it was something that like. They were trying to sell to so they were they were using this as like a selling thing to like sell to like distributors and say this is Saint Seiya, this is what it is. Here's like uh, here's a basic thing you know here's a basic primer of the series. Would you want to buy? Would you want to license the series out? And you know, we can you guys can make a proper dub. I'm pretty sure that's what that dub was, but I don't know. We don't know about that. We do know for a fact that that particular dub was available on the on the on the laser versions of the series. And recently, someone has has been uploading this has been uploading it with the with the with the new remasters that have been that have been going around since the, the Netflix release. So you can actually see a lot of that. You can see a lot, you can see that dub, how it's supposed to be with like you know with, with modern with modern HD with our modern HD visuals. So that's really cool. And like I said before, after that we got Prince of the Cosmos. Somewhere in between, either between 90, 92 and ninety six, we don't we have absolutely no real idea when because like again. We we have no like we have like no real confirmation just yet, but somewhere between 90, 92 and ninety six, there was another attempt at bringing Saint Seiya as a hybrid, as, uh, not a hybrid as a, as a live action TV show. Even then, I'm still dubious to the fact that maybe this, that I'm pretty sure this is going to be a hybrid show, like how how they were going to probably were proposing to do Sailor Moon as well as a hybrid like animation and like um and live action show. But I am not like one hundred percent certain until like more information comes out about this. We interviewed someone about this, and they 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 too are just as just as confused and they're just as um, bewildered as like what's going on as well. So it's like we absolutely have no idea what 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 what, what that series was going to be entitled to. The only thing we know is we have footage. We have like but ten seconds of footage, and that's it. And that's and that footage for Starstorm, and that's all we got. That's all she said. I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know what else we can talk about 
don't know what else can be said of like you know or discuss about that other than like it's there. So so far, you guys have any questions? Anything you want to? Anything I brought up that missing? Just it's more of a matter of speculation when you when you try to think about those attempts. Like I know that there exists an interview with um, the guy that not Saban, but that was like in that company that that wanted to bring it originally for, for yeah. The, and and like the process, like he explained, kind of like the the thinking of or or the mindset behind the way that they're tr- they were trying to handle it, which in a way makes sense business wise. But th- th- those types of business type wise business type decisions that maybe in the business sense they make sense, but when you look at the product that you're trying to bring, it makes absolutely no sense. It would be more about trying to just to speculate as to what it, for me it all comes down to one question what the hell were they thinking with some of this stuff it's like but on the other hand like it would have been very interesting if maybe some of them had actually gone through right like what would have happened if guardians of the cosmos got an entire season or maybe two who knows maybe, here, maybe. here's here's the here's the funny part if they would have if Guardians of the cosmos had come out it would have been 92 at the earliest or 93 at the earliest saint in when it first aired was in 94 Imagine like the imagine how like if like the, the, imagine just watching the car, watching two different versions of Saint Seiya at the same time would have been so weird, man. Like that yeah. would have been that's like you, because if if, the, if there had been uh, like if the if the American cartoon had actually been made, it would have made its way here. That's for sure. Eventually, yeah. maybe not necessarily before the original anime, but it would have made it, its way here for sure. So it would have been very strange, very strange. I don't know how that that would have played off. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure too. Like the like like I'm pretty sure that a lot of that mentality about like oh like why why are you making a hybrid like live action TV show and stuff like that? It's it's because if it was done if it was done in ninety four ninety five, Power Rangers was 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 just piping hot at the time. So they wanted to just strike all the irons hot with Power Rangers. That that was that's the like you know it all comes to reason at this point. Like if you if they if they if they if they if they if they were going if they if they if Power Rangers was popular, that's what they were going for. And I'm pretty sure that was the original intent. Like Power Rangers was popular. Similar shows like like Hercules: The Legendary Journey, Xena was popular. So let's try to do something. Like that. <laughs> so let's capitalize on the on those like let's capitalize on like Power Rangers and those Sam Raimi TV shows and just do something with it. So I'm pretty sure that was a mentality. Again, we won't we don't we won't know a lot about it until the air is cleared. Raymond had had said that, that she's going to be coming back to that topic later, and I do believe she did say recently that she is going to come back to the topic of Renaissance Atlantic in her next video. So we might be getting this stuff sooner rather than later. So obviously, this, of course, this, this leads us to 2020. This, this is 2003. Oh, this is 2023. Mm-hmm. This year, and um, Knights of the Zodiac, the very first attempt at uh, at dubbing uh, a proper dub of Saint Seiya, quote unquote, was done here in the United States by Deke. And oh, this is this was a rough one. I remember. I remember being excited because I, I was a huge fan of Saint Seiya. I was really excited for them for, for finally this series I had I loved so much while I was growing up in Mexico. Finally, people can see it can see it in, in English, and I saw the first episode and my and like just, I like I I, I I like my my face just like that face fell. I was like, oh my god! I started slipping in my seat like, oh my god! This is really fucking happening, isn't it? Like this is it? Like this is where we are? This is this is this is real life, isn't it? This, this is this is just. Like this is it. Like, like we we like the 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 it, it, it the death sentence has already been sentenced. It's all it's all downhill from here. 
And for those of you who don't know, like the, what they were trying to do was like they were trying to make a dub that was appealing to not just like uh not just uh, appealing to quote unquote kids, but they were also trying to do a dub that was kind of like playing up to the more um to like the, the standard the standard of practices at the time as well. I'm pretty sure this is what ended up happening. They had a dub. They did this dub completely for an intent to bring this to like not to um not to cable television, but the the original intent was to be for like broadcast television, which was still big at the time. Nowadays, who the who the hell watches like regular TV unless you're watching sports? But um, but at the time, like you know, you would like, use ABC, CBS, you know, NBC, Fox, um, UPN, WB. They're, they're still they're still airing stuff constantly, and I'm pretty sure their intent at the time was to air it on one of those networks. <laughs> and what must have happened was no one was taking the bait. So what ended up happening is that they kind of went, they kind of like went to, they went kind of went to the Cartoon Network, and I'm pretty sure that, and they were, I think, pretty sure they were under the impression that this show was going to be something that would air like during the day, during like clear during time hours that they would air the show, like not on, on regular rotation, so they can like kind of like get away with a lot of the type of stuff. But they kind of did a huge mistake, and they kind of did like the biggest mistake in my opinion, like even bigger mistake in my opinion that they did was they didn't put it in their flagship show. The flagship anime show. They put it on. They didn't put it on on Toonami. That was, I think, like the first big, huge problem, in my opinion. That like you did not roll. You didn't roll the red carpet for this. You did not put it on Toonami. Second of all, was the was the fact is like they put it on. They they put it on a seven o'clock time slot on Saturday nights. Um, no one's fucking watching television at Saturday nights on t- at seven o'clock. No one is. I was. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, here's a funny thing. Like, like, the, you want to know what the show came on after this? He-Man: The Masters of the Universe. That 2000. Oh, when he was airing. Okay, I, I, I was watching. I was watching. I love that cartoon. I will defend that cartoon to death. I love that 2000s He-Man: The Masters of the Universe. That is the greatest cartoon ever made. It's like top ten in my opinion. And I was watching it because like that show was freaking awesome. And I had to. I had to endure watching this to get to that. That was originally like, oh, I get to watch two great cartoons. That's like, oh. Oh, oh, um, how long till he not starts having her? Oh, fuck me. So, like, I mean, and like I said, like, 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 um, also, too, like, they were going by a lot of weird sensibilities at the time of, like, of dubbing of, like, of, uh, they were going by a lot of, like, dubbing wasn't really as put, as done more seriously as it is now. Nowadays, dubs are, like, you know, they're taken really seriously, and a lot of dub actors are just fantastic people, like, overall, and you do a lot, and do an incredible job, especially with this, with the current dub that you're doing with Saint Seiya, but at the time, like, they they got they got a couple of people from Canada Canada and they said hey just dub this over bada bing bada boom let's go let's bring this out but I, but I I like to call this I like to call this dub a dub that was the wrong dub at the wrong time if this was dub was done in 95, 96 ish around the time that the there's the Dick Sailor Moon dub was also on I think it, I think there would have been a warmer reception to this series in my yeah. opinion because it, it has a lot of it has a lot of weird Sailor Moon like dubisms. But it's 2003. You shouldn't be like like there were other That's dubs. When, yeah, we were starting to shift to the better dubs. Like, uh, when when did when did the Dragon Ball C dub repicked up? Was it 1996? 99. 99 was it? Yeah, 99 was when the, when they when they started like when when Toonami when when uh when when Funimation finally started re- started dubbing like the stuff afterwards when it was on yeah. TV. That's that like around ninety nine ish, ninety eight, ninety nine. That's when they started dubbing all that stuff, and like yeah, that's when it started. Yeah, like there was, there was, so, there was 
there was some weirdness because like they had to change the music of course because like well because like i think like at the time that like there was a whole issue it's like i don't know sound this sounds a little bit too this, this sounds a little bit too close to like another song let's let's make let's put let's get another let's get some butt rock up in here so so it's it's still had stuff like that but like what, what i'm saying is that also on the, the same there's another show that was airing at the same time that tank and that same kind of block that they were giving and that was naruto and naruto Say what you will about Naruto. Like, you know, say what you will. But at least I'll give them this much when it comes to Naruto, especially when they were airing it at the time. They at least put uh, they at least put some sort of respect to it. The edits were not at like they obviously yeah, they had to edit a lot. They had to edit a lot, but not to the point where it was to its detriment. Like they, they like there's still like stuff like okay, they can't show that much blood. So fine. They can't show a lot of like leechiest things. Fine. But overall they, they kind of played it straight and they kind of played it up to the strengths of, of its characters a lot more. Here they just miss they just miss everything. They they're like they're missing every they're missing every um they're missing every pitch that's coming right at them. That's that that that's I think that's I think like the biggest misstep is like they they're trying to do something they want to do something with this dub to make it more palatable with like and more and more likable characters, but you have an example of an anime right now that's I mean and attain like about an hour hour or two later that's using that's traditional in its terms of its dub and it's and it's and it's taking advantage of the fact that it's like it's very it's it's taking advantage that it's like it's as as centered as it can get. Kiryu just kind of like took whatever script that he got and just whatever. Let's let's just um put it out there. Um, any thoughts so far, Benkas? It's just that I was actually trying to think a little bit about because okay, it is definitely it definitely was a huge problem. Uh, but because I was thinking back then, right? The the problem that many anime series have when coming to the US that they they had to be modified because many of the things did not go well with the American audience and i was trying to think like how could have they got have gotten away with leaving the the show as it was like the way that it came to mexico which was was basically untouched and in and to to be able to show it in its original form but truth be told i couldn't think of like any proper way of, of doing that back then like thinking about the the early the mid 90s uh, so i suppose that like hearing you speak and, and talk about that i think that that definitely would have been the best solution like either put it on tsunami on a later uh, later schedule that could allow the original show to be shown without censorship or not modify it to the extent that they did because it's it was modified to just such a ludicrous extreme that it, it's baffling. It's baffling what turned out from it, right? So that, yeah. That, yeah. So that, that one. I was just gonna see. So that's just what I was thinking. Is like, what could have been, but unfortunately, it's not what happened. And well, it's it's just what it is. It's unfortunately, it is what it is, right? So yeah. yeah. I wonder if it just kind of got caught in that trans. I, I mean, it's hard to say transitional period where. Um, in America, we really were shifting from like people started demanding because of the internet and you know, people finding out, oh, this got so censored. People were starting to demand, no, we want the original stuff or less censorship, either put it in a different time slot. You know, we we're in that transitional period that a lot of these shows were landing on the Saturday morning blocks that we still had in the early 2000s. And it doesn't and, help too, it doesn't help too, yeah. a lot of it at the time too. We had Adult Swim, and at the time too, they had split the block in half at the time because like this was this was when they had the series when they had Adult Swim on Saturday and Sunday nights, mm -hmm. and a Saturday block would be the would be the would be the anime block, 
and on yeah. Sunday would be would be like the comedy shit, like you know your your faculty hunger force. And while there That's was still a lot of censorship on those in that on that Saturday and those Saturday night stuff, they were they were they were they were they, they were able to like make a, they were able to like get away with a lot more in that time slot. That's so weird because I think oh there was the issue that I remember Tsunami had like you know the usual the afternoon and they had that nighttime block that they well, that, show that supposedly more uncensored and then they went into Adult Swim. It was kind of like really like trans- I don't know if they had like they eventually their Saturday block went from their like the you know the more east ears of then the maybe the last issue were the ones that were kind of more like that Tsunami late night before I actually went to Adult Swim. I think this all comes back to the fact that the person, like, it all comes back to Deke. That's that's my biggest issue. It all comes back to Deke, and I'm gonna. I'm they gonna, got the rights, and they got the they're, they're the wrong company to do. They were the right wrong company to do this, and they went about this all wrong. Like I said, if this was 1995, 95, 96, I I would have been fine with it. They would have been saying yeah. like, oh hell, well, like they made a they made it dub. But <laughs> we ha- we have a, we have a, already like tsunami was like this huge monolith everywhere around the world. As a matter of fact, um, when Saint, when, around the same time that Saint Cell started airing, it like you know here in the United States, other other um other Cartoon Network affiliates in the, around the world were starting to air Saint Cell, and they were rolling that they were rolling the red carpet. They gave it like the, the premium like tsunami treatment, and it helped them so much. Oh, I didn't know. Wow, so that, really got the crappy end of the stick. Yeah, that's, that's the saddest part. Is like when when you, I I remember watching like because like I, at the time I had satellite from Mexico that I can watch mm-hmm. from like from the United States, and I would like watch, and I would watch like the Saint. I would I'd be watching Saint Seiya again. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, what is this? Like, what is like? Why are why are we getting why are we getting these leftovers? Why are we, why are we getting like the the sloppy seconds here? Like the, the, like Mexico is treating this like all. Sort of respect that you will not believe, and they, they, they're letting this, they're letting this, this show to die here. And yeah, I mean, um, like I said, like this, this was not a good dub, and like you know, I'll post a couple examples of it on our on you know, the links later. But okay. overall, I, like I said, this dub was just not good at all. It's not to say, however, that they didn't, that there was not some good that came out of all this. One, we did get the manga. We did get the manga. That, 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 we did that, get the manga. Yeah. And as, as, as like you know. The problem with the manga is they they were they were adhered to a lot of the weird naming conventions in this in the in the, the for that deep dub. So we have we have times where like um we have we have characters like um, Death Mask where they can't call a guy Death Mask, so you gotta call him Mephisto. And because no people don't know what a fuck a, a Cygnus is because people are stupid, we had to, they had to call they had to call they had to call Shilga Swan, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. So Granted, at least in Spanish, they do use the word "swan" for him, cisne, rather than sickness. Yeah, but um, but at the I same know time, it sounds weird in English. It doesn't. Yeah, in English, it sounds weird. It doesn't sound as fancy for some reason. Yeah, because like the sickness has like some sort. It has like a regalness. Swan's like that. That it's those. It's those damn ducks at the, at at the park that try to steal your that try to steal your hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> we go from poor yoga okay, to okay. that. You, you've like given me, me an idea for a drawing. Any, any any artist in the house, please do that. Just like just okay. make me yoga. Just like just like make fertile yoga and like at, 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 at trying to take it, trying to like take up someone's um. Oh, yeah, trying to take I, someone's I, hot dog. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But so yeah, we got we got that we got the manga, and like I said, other than other than those weird name changes, a lot of it was intact. A lot of like I, I know we were discussing the manga 
not too long ago, I believe, like a couple episodes ago, and you were saying like a lot of the weird changes of the manga were kind of took you by surprise, Nicholas. Yeah, because the when here's the thing, like I only obviously the first introduction to the series is usually not not just for the series, but it usually tends to be the anime, right? Like unless yeah. you are very much like nowadays, you you can make the argument, you can make another argument, but back then there was no two ways around it. Like there wasn't a manga industry worldwide. We just got the car. We just got the animations because, as far as distributors probably were concerned, they were just cartoons, right? Like they didn't yeah. differentiate. So that's the way that you got exposed to to Jap to to Japanese franchises. The, you watch the the anime. You and and then if you were if you liked it, if you were interested enough, it, it maybe later you you would like like. Okay, my history is was like I didn't know that manga existed until two thousand something when precisely. Say Saint Seiya and other franchises that I that other animes that I was liking, I learned that they were based on comic books, and I learned that they were starting to being distributed here. That's what got me into that. But the the entryway always is the is the anime, and for me when I discovered the manga, because I expected it just to be like the frames, like that's what was on my mind. Like for example, because I had read American comic books, so my mind thought, okay, it's probably gonna be the same thing that I watched as a kid, or it's gonna be the same thing as the cart as a cartoon, because I didn't know the terms back then, and it's just gonna be the frame on paper. And to a degree it was, but when I started to see. All the differences, both in storytelling, in execution, in and some of the things that were censored heavily. Well, there weren't that many, but Nachi, uh, I will never, never, never forget. That, 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 was the, that was the point I was going to get at. In the American version, they left that in, and the American version of the manga, and that that too threw me off. I was like, oh my god, this is this is they they let this go, they let this they let this go in something that's labeled for kids. And I'm really, I was really happy about that. That's why I was like, don't sleep on a manga. Don't sleep on a manga just because it's just because they have to use the translated names. They got away with a lot of stuff. And like I said, that's right, that's right there in the Shonen Jump app. Just pay to pay your three dollars a month. Do your, For yeah. some reason, they always get away with a lot more. Yeah, whoever yeah. is listening, I highly like okay, speaking only for myself, but I highly encourage anybody that likes this series to read the original manga. You trust me when I say that you you may you may still prefer the anime and, and I'm fine with that, but you will really appreciate it appreciate the series in different light if you read the manga. Yeah, so I will say that. And but like I said, like they, they got away with a lot. And I do really appreciate it. They got away with a lot in the manga. So if you're looking for something that's as close as possible to an uncut view at the time of 2003, you your your manga was the best bet. We did get um the DVDs, but the DVD market. Well, there's two. There was two huge problems with the with the DVDs. One, the DVD market was it's not as as it is today. And the problem is is that the DVD market now is is focused on giving you box sets and they giving you like all these things to like watch and binge. Or at the time, it was like very much like you get four episodes for like thirty American dollars. You know, con Dios. <laughs> and like that hurt back then. So, so getting a collection of so getting a collection of a full collection of Saint Seiya like DVDs was very costly, and it got even more costly because it, it was very costly because like it, because one a lot of it was a lot of companies mandated, especially Japanese companies they mandated a higher price for a lot of the, for a lot of for a lot of DVD releases. Like they were afraid of reverse imports. You're they're really afraid of reverse importing. So the compromise, the compromise between the companies would be to make a higher when we making these DVDs at a higher price range or and or kneecap how many episodes they, there are on each DVD. 
and I think ADV went with uh, ADV and and Deke went with went, went the route of putting it and putting less episodes for an inflated price, which I think really was not a good idea, in my opinion, because like that was something that like that that caused a lot of that 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 um making the making each making each 30 25 30 dollars each was not a bad was pretty bad especially like okay 25 30 dollars now is not bad but you got to look at it from you got to look at it from like 2003 which is insane to think it's insane it's insane thing to say now but you got to take you got to take inflation into consideration so the, the amount, so if we were to take consideration of inflation 20 years ago the 20 30 let's say 30 dollars Say what? What? Let's let's be very generous because, like, you you go into a Sam Goodies, or you go to like a, or you you go to a Suncoast, you know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, or that don't exist anymore. I was gonna say. I was, I was gonna say Jackie's having having flashbacks right now. <laughs> I was, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I am. I am. Go so you, you go. You walk. You walk. You walk into a Suncoast, or you walk into a Sam Goodies, and you see a DVD for like thirty dollars. Fine, because like that's how they would price their animes at the time. Yes, I know. I know. So imagine go- walking to like Walmart now and find <laughs> that same DVD, and it would be three episodes. There'll be four episodes for like sixty dollars. That's how bad the inflation is. That's so it's like you're paying almost double, if not a little bit more than double, when 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 it's all said and done. And that's why it, that's why that that idea kind of didn't work. Yeah. And also like too like another thing that was being very prevalent at the time was piracy. Like more and more, Vodapan was starting to become more more available in the United States. It was starting to, a lot more places were starting to open up. Simul, simul, simultaneous, like a fan search was trying to be was 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 trying to be the standard. Now, you like you like you can like if you want to, if there's any anime you had anything you had that you wanted to check out, it was right at your fingertips. It was the it was the wild west at the time. Like there was there was some issues, but not a whole lot. But if you really wanted to get Saint Seiya. You could just you you could find some sort of fan server and they could have done it, or you know you can go or you can get the latest episode of Bleach out like about an hour after it aired in Japan. It's up to you. Yeah, because people were starting to upload the stuff in torrents, so so it's like for for like that's how like I mean, so it's like you know I mean that's that that was that was for me. I was like you know I could I could get Saint Seiya or I could get Bleach. Holy crap, Bleach! And all that it's free. No one can stop me. I was a stupid kid back then, but we all were. but like I said, like it, uh, it, and also another thing that 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 was also muddling a lot of what was happening was, and this is something that 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 no one get that this doesn't get really talked about. I think we talked about this briefly is that ADV was hitting a saturation point, and it, it was because of the fact that like they had to distribute a lot of stuff that were that's considered trash because I'm pretty sure like okay, you want to get this series, but you have to also get you also have to put up this series as well. Like this, it was a package deal, and unfortunately, because of the also was a package deal, they had to um they they had to they had no choice but to like oversaturate the market and put out the stuff that no one wanted. So you had so you had like so you had um ADV who was working with with um with Deke, and they just made a dub that was just like it, that was like I, what I like to make my, that I would like to refer to as a mick dub. Just something they just put out there, just because like they, they just because like they, they have other stuff and like because they have other stuff you, uh, out there, and I don't think that was their highest priority. I'm pretty sure this was something that Saint Seiya was something they got in as like a package deal, and then something else that they must have gotten from Toy was like their big ticket thing, and that's where the word more of their efforts went into. And this was something they're like, oh fine, we'll just take whatever. Either that 
or because they were working with with Deke at the time, and they were kind of like conjoined at the hip, they could they were like they, they were like okay, fine, just get just get Deke out of our butts. We'll just get like we'll get like our C team to like do this dub, whatever. But I'll, I'll just put it out there, whatever, fine. And I, that that kind of that kind of hurt a lot of it kind of hurt a lot of its potential. So like the like the, that so that first dub, well, you know, I want to say it's beloved. I remember watching it. and It's like I thought it was fine. But it was at a time too where you, I can like I was it was at a time too where I can clearly tell that like there was no effort put into this dub, and it became very evident when I when we started when we were rewatching the series and like before it went back to like Crunchyroll and we were had to like look through the you had to look through like the, you had to look through the butthole of the internet to find the, these episodes. Um, I remember I remember I remember I had to make a, I remember I went like during that like someone had uploaded an episode of that de- of that viz of not viz. Of that uh, ADV dub, and the the contrast is night and day. Like you can tell, they gave no shits whatsoever in the in the ADV dub. Well, the well this current dub by by Sentai Filmworks, they they're giving it all they they're giving it all and then some, which is like which is uh, which is sad, but also at the same time too, it's like oh man, it's like it's a stark contrast. And then all with all those things in mind, the inflated prices, the the amount of episodes on each DVD. The bad reputation of of, of of already already weird of a of a bad dub that's already on TV, and also just a dub that people just don't care about. It just it just kind of it just made it just gave it just didn't make Saint Seiya look appealing to people. And like I said, too, it's like you're you're like um, another thing that you need to take in mind is like I said, two thousands like late late uh, late nineties two thousand that early two thousands that brief sliver of time. It was like it was a gold mine. Like you couldn't like that was like that was a really big time for anime. And when they're you competing with other stuff and you don't put your you don't put your, you don't put your best effort in, like to to present something in both um, television and in um and in um both like something you present on television and something you present on DVD, you're not you're not make, you're not doing anyone's you're not doing any any favors at all. And that's I think one of the biggest reasons why um why it failed. Like a lot of people like to say the fact like oh because there's two dubs no because I'm pretty sure like we knew like I'm pretty sure the anime audience had a, an idea what was going on it's just I think the present how they presented the show was not appealing to like an anime audience and it be just and it was just too little too late before they can course correct that's my honest opinion about what happened but you guys have any thoughts on Bangkok? do you have any thoughts on 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 on, on all this nothing I I think there's nothing that I could add to right now because it's it's more. It's basically all the thoughts that I have currently in my head. It's just a speculation of what could have been, and maybe that could that would be like a, a good topic for us to discuss, like, or sometime, right? Like, imagine if, like, what would have happened if had it been different. But for now, I don't really have any more to add to to the topic. I think we've said pretty much everything re- regarding like how it turned out and why. Um, Jack, do you have any thoughts? Were you were you buying those DVDs at the time? Were you like aware of those no. DVDs? seeing them but granted i didn't realize that there that there was uh dadv dub that was and that was completely different than the dick dub i thought it was just a dick dub but yeah for me at the time it was like really hard to like you know want to buy um dvds i don't know i don't think i had a dvd player even at the time which is too damn i was too much of a broke college kid (laughs) I was. I think I was fortunate because I I'd saved up for a PlayStation Two a year before by doing like by, by working like my first job, uh, like at my first job at Toys R Us. 
So I was like, yo, first thing I'm buying, I am buying a PS2 so I can watch movies and play CVS2 and Metal Gear Solid 2. No yeah, regrets. Uh, I remember why. That, when I got my first DVD player, that was a big deal. And then, man, I, I just only because I like Car Capture Sakura so much, I remember buying that DVD. $35 hurt. But then again, you know, when you were making only like, what, barely 300 Every two weeks, it's like, yeah. And also, too, like, like you know, um, that was another, that also, like, you know, it wasn't just ADV that was also, like, doing, that wasn't just ADV that was, like, overpricing their stuff. I believe that was Genion that was doing it before that was Pioneer. Yes. Pioneer, they were, Pioneer was, like, over, was absolutely overpricing their shit. I remember, like, seeing their, their Sailor Moon stuff. It's like, what, they were, like, they're, they're on the same price, like, $35 for each of you. Like, no! I'm not gonna pay that much. I would rather suffer through the, I would rather suffer yeah. through the I would rather, overpriced. I would rather <laughs> suffer, I, I would rather suffer watching the, the edited version on Toonami than, than buying these on DVD. I mean, there's a reason why I was even for Sailor Moon back when I was into it back then. I would just buy the movies that you know the censor ones. Yeah, Walmart versus the one whatever that we're selling you the uncensored. I'm like, sorry, I'll take the the more cut version because I can't stretch my pocket that much. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too. It's like you know, um, comp- like like that's another thing that that was that's interesting. Like there was still a VHS market. Like it's interesting that like there was no VHS release. At the time, because like VHS were starting to be phased out slowly, but um, yeah, like we're starting, we were starting to see a lot of that stuff slowly. Like this was like I think one of the big experiments to like go digital, like, like go DVD only. I think that kind of also backfired on them as well, because it's like, oh, you're asking us to pay this much and for something that like there's not a big install base just yet, you know? No. Yeah, I know what's gonna. Yeah. Because they were kind of in the face that a lot of the kids stuff was still being released on VHS because, you know, there was kind of like, I guess, maybe cheaper to produce and throw versus back then DVD, you know, like, oh, you took care of the, your DVDs for like pristine stuff. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, it's like the DVD is more like the throwaway version you might take on a road trip, but you keep your Blu-ray at home, you know. Or, you know, you just have a digital copy of the movie or something. Or that, yeah. But, you know, you know where I'm going with that. It's just yeah that, that when they were face- but. It's so, part of the history. So here's a here, so so I'm um, saying so after that, like we had like no real Saint Seiya activity. It, it kind of went stagnant after a while. Some companies did pick up a lot of the did pick up a lot of the series from time to time, but like the the problem was the damage was done. The perception of Saint Seiya was kind of like damaged over because of that. And a lot of times, a lot of people, a lot of companies don't want to take a risk with. They didn't want to take a risk. So you had companies. That were that were releasing just the box set of the series, just subtitles, or they wouldn't even bother it. I, I, there was a time where where Toy themselves had to like just push out, uh, had to push out the series subtitled on various like 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 hole in the wall parts of the uh, well hole in the wall like places on the internet. I remember like I remember when Twitch TV started first started popping up, and they had like this channel called Con TV, and they would sometimes play like, episode subtitles. So like there are times where like there were there were times where like that dub there were t- there were times where like Saint Seiya was just not like very visible and if it was visible it was it had to be like something like oh like we took a, like we have a we have a subtitle but we also got like the Spanish version or something like that and yeah it it, it we were it, that was kind of like how it was for a very long time like a lot of like hands off stuff um Discotech released the DVD, released the released the DVDs first, and then they released the Blu-rays of the movies. 
again as a as a way to, to as a way to them for them to test if there was a market for Saint Seiya. But again, it's either you commit to doing the series or not. We've seen yeah, and and, the, and the, like we've seen recently, like you know, it's been a it's not a huge seller for them. We've seen a lot of like the comments on on social media with some of the with some of the personnel that have openly expressed like like stress, like they're all that like I wouldn't say they're the anger. Like yeah, what's say anger? Like they're just like they were very angry that like they didn't make those sales, and it makes me wonder like was it something that was mandated by by Kuromata Pro? Was it something mandated by the company, or was it something that like whatever whatever was going on? Because like that's you wonder because you, unfortunately Japan we know that even to this day they still in you know with new media they're trying to bring it over to the U.S. Sometimes they still make stupid mistakes. They're like they don't know what the f they're doing. Simple yeah, as that. yeah, so, and that's what. What so, they think works in Japan is not going to work over here necessarily, and not yeah, just that. And it's a case of unfortunately, you know, the people that are in charge. Well, the people currently holding the licenses in Japan are old. Uh, they, they are old-fashioned uh, Japanese fellows. Uh, so unfortunately, they don't. They don't know what they're doing. All many suits. Yeah, we know that it happens yeah. a lot. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just Jap- it's not just a Japanese thing. It's a like that's an everywhere thing. Anybody with money, yeah. they still have this backwards mentality. Yeah. But, yeah. Unfortunately, they're stuck up there. So, well, it is what it is. But but there is a, there is but there is a, but there but there is hope on in this story. Like there is a happy ending to all this. Right? Yes, it, there is. So in so in 2019, we did get our first. We did get the we did get the first season of the CGI show, which we saw, and we have thoughts. Horrible beginning, really impressive middle, horrible end, but now it's getting streamed and it's actually really good. I'm really happy about that. That's at least, it's now being consistently, it's consistently good. Not fine, not the best, good. It's something I like, at least I'll, I'll watch on when it, whenever it pops. So, but to accompany that, so obviously first they had, they dubbed this, they, they dubbed the, they dubbed this version, this particular version in English as well. And they took a lot of the same cast from that dub and they also did a dub version of the anime. And throughout 2019 and 2020, we started getting the series on Netflix. And for the very first time, we finally got over that hump of, because like every time they used to release a series, it was either was middle or just the or just the sanctuary arc. But for the first time, we got all 114 episodes of the original series dubbed. And well, it didn't last for too long. I think like uh, after I think like after, like after like three months after they put the final episodes on um, on Netflix, it got pulled out. It did get rescued by Crunchyroll like a couple of months ago. That it lasted for a year because that's what, that's started watching in, in late 2020. Okay. Yeah. So it it's really good as like we have finally a place to watch the series as it's, it's incredible dub that he put so much effort in. Now there's a subtitle version, so again, no excuses. Another great thing is, again, the manga is, well, it's out of print. Digitally, it's still available. And if you got the Shonen Jump app, that's the best way to pick up the manga. Like, that's like, because like, you're not only paying $3 a month to read Saint Sale, but you're, you have an entire archive of different shows, different, uh, different stuff that you may enjoy. If you're there for Saint Seiya, stay for, stay for Dragon Ball, stay for Yu Yu Hakusho, stay for Spy Family, stay for Chainsaw Man, stay for um, Daino Daibokin or... Whatever, whatever hot is bleach, um, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, whatever, whatever, whatever new hotness of Shonen Jump, stay for like you know, come for Saint Seiya, stay for all that stuff. You're only paying three dollars. That's that's how I look at it. Like I pay three dollars to have access to Saint Seiya, 
but also like, oh, cool, I can go, I can go read Chainsaw Man because Chainsaw Man is freaking awesome. And another another great thing too, I, what was this? Was this 2019 or was this 2020? Um, Seven Seas manga started releasing Saintia Show in English, and we and had an yes. Oh, so that, okay. I'm I will eat crow on that one. Put the crow in my yes. mouth. Yes, but um. <sighs> But like I said, uh, this the, the, like 2018, we got we finally got this, we finally got uh, a show, which was something I did not expect. I, I did not expect them to. I did not expect it either. I was mind blown. And I'm really happy that they took that they, that they put the effort to put the to put the series on um to put out that series, even though they said it's not their top seller. I do believe now that they now that the series has now the series now that, that all this stuff has happened with the series that, that the dub is now that that the series is now more readily available to watch. And also, too, we had a movie and stuff like that. I, I I wanted to take a little bit more. I wanted to take another crack at it and see if they can make a, a little printing of the stuff so it can like so they, they can so it can like you know get to a wider wider audience. And yeah, mm-hmm. we had we had a movie like you know we had a movie and it was like you know our you know your your mileage may vary. I thought it was. Perfectly fine. I thought it was a perfectly fine three out of three out of five movie. It's a, it's right. It's a good two and a half three star movie. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's definitely not the. That's definitely not Dragon Ball Evolution. The levels are horrible. Where they kind of missed a the mark. There was stuff that right again. We there's a whole entire like two hour review of us reviewing it. Like I said, it's it's a great homage to like set like nineties trash movies that you pick up at like at pick up the video with the video. <laughs> Center with like Michael Dudikoff and like um, Down the Dragon Wilson. I'm pretty sure those guys would have been like I said. Like I made a joke on on, on my um, I made a joke of this on my um, on my on my letterbox. I said if this movie was made in '94 when Saint Seiya was at its prime, um, Shokasugi would have been Seiya and Michael Dudikoff would have been Niki. I guarantee I would have been that would have been the cast of that movie if it was made in 1994. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's so much thing like you know. And that's just that's just the stuff that's available, like you know, right here. Like that's that's the stuff that you can like you see visually and that through visual media. There are a, a lot of attempts at toys and stuff like that as well that, that, that we that we haven't even touched. Like when mm-hmm. the series when the series started and when the series was airing, like the Zodiac, the two thousand three dub, they pushed that the band I pushed that series out like you know like it was no tomorrow. And you know, for good reason. They're not like, buying it, those toys because I do remember seeing it's like I, I said I'm gonna get it again, then I forget let it pass and missed out so i used to work at a i used to work at sears and mm-hmm. right next to sears was a was a kb toys and i would see those saint Seiya toys go for mm-hmm. like I, I i see i like you want to see a free fall of a price go look i wish i, I wish i could have i wish i had i wish i would have had a smartphone i would have i would have taken photos of, of those prices because i was like oh here's this here's like this full like big think this big full toy of Iki that was that was like thirty five dollars. Now you can get for like nine ninety nine, and it was still not moving. Oh wow! That, that's that was bad. That was really bad. because I remember the to- the toys themselves were actually really like they looked like they were really nicely done. Hmm. Yeah, they were really nicely done because I think like they took they had a lot of, they, they had a lot of their Japanese staff working on it, and that yeah. And what I like is that they took they relabeled a lot of that stuff, and they and they kind of like made it they, they kind of like make a supplementary toy line to like a lower end. Like Mythcloth line to accompany the higher end Mythcloth line, so like okay, cool. Like if you want just articulated figures, here's like the toy again, but just smaller, whatever. Like it's like ten dollars. Just take it, please. Like, we have a lot of these. Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Please take these toys. 
Oh, and I'm pretty sure too a lot of those toys that that um, like um someone I don't know who said it on Twitter, I don't know if it was other people, but someone said something to me that kind of like blew my mind. If we go back and look at stars, if we look go back and look at the toys, if we look back at the uh the model sheets for um, Guardians of the Cosmos, mm. a lot of people have noticed a lot of those toy, a lot of those um, figures have the proportions. Like the reason why they look too buff. Why they they they, they, all, they look like they're on HR like TRT? Just because they're going off because they're going off the models of the toys. The um, what was it? The, what they call the vintage uh, yes. models? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, like, yeah, you see those? I who said it, but yeah, I remember I saw that a few times. So I remember a lot of people were saying a lot, a lot of people were saying like they saw they, they would see those proportions. They see a lot of even like a lot of the the, the artwork that they took, and they're like, oh shit, this is just the vintage toys. So I'm pretty sure if this was the, I'm pretty sure that's where they based a lot of stuff from Guardians of the Cosmos was them basing it out those toys. So I'm pretty sure their their intent, Hello High Water was to release those the, the vintage toys here in the United States. I'm very mm. sure that was like their intention at one point. But I mean, a lot of the cartoons back there were made pretty much with the whole intention of you know pushing toy lines out more yeah. than the cartoon was very more like the big ass commercial to push push out the toys that those were the money makers. You're, I feel like I'm being attacked because like you're talking to a guy who likes Transformers. <laughs> hey, no, I'm just saying that's fine. But hey, if you like the toys, it's fine. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, hey, I collect stuff too. Yeah, it's, it's like you know, it's it's what I say. It's like, look, you, you like I like someone. I don't know who said this. It was a YouTuber that said this. He said, "Okay, it's fine to be to consume the stuff, but don't be obsessed with it." I'm not obsessed with. It. I, I love the stuff, but you also acknowledge who's like you gotta take the bad with the good. If there's something like if there's something problematic with something, yeah, like yeah. You you have to call it out. I'll call out Transformers when it's bad. I'm the first guy to say, yeah, those fucking movies just suck. Those fucking those first couple of movies suck. One movie and Rise of the Beast, mm, good shit, good shit. <laughs> but then again, this is again this is uh, this has become an unofficial episode of the, the Saturday Morning Squad, and I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we always go that. There is one little thing I wanted to add, and I'm go on. I haven't really, since we were talking about, you know, that there is more Saint Seiya stuff that was released really out there. I think there, at one point, I don't know if this may have come from, you know, from when we had the dick dub, or maybe this is something recent, that, I don't know. But I've seen some, oh, sorry, I'm on my mic. There was some, like, rubber key, rubber laser cut keychains for Saint Seiya, with the English logo. Yeah, those I th- those were I think nine. I believe those were like two thousand eleven ish. So that's because, I, because I remember I remember I, I remember someone gifting me this, and the person in the chat. I won't I won't I won't um I I won't I won't single them out. Yeah. But let, let's just say it's my it was one of my favorite gifts that I got because they also got me that and they also got me a tuxedo mask um uh, plush, and I'm like those are like my two favorite things. From GE, right? Yeah, from general, from 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 general, from from Great Eastern. Great Eastern, something like that. Yeah, okay. I was when those came out because they seem so scarce, and I'm like, huh. I always, even you know, before we got all of this, I was wondering why we had the ADB done with Saint Seiya, you know, or Knights of the Soil, but then we actually have an official English logo, or I guess because it's. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, I'm pre- using an international logo. I'm pretty sure Toy. I'm pretty sure Toy kind of like said, "Look, we need a, we need a promo to show internationally. We need to have something to show in English." They do that a lot of times too. If you look at if you look at the copyrights for their for the, a lot of their yeah. shows, they have an English version just in case for the yeah. logos. I remember seeing a lot of stuff for Pretty Cure. I'm like, 
other like other than starting with like you know like um uh tropical not tropical cure the one before tropical cure. Uh, I have my, I have to watch all of them series, but yeah. But like ahead. the one before that, they had they 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 had they they had an English name for it. Mm-hmm. And but they have but if you go to their archives, if you go to like their website, look at their corporate, they have the logos in English for all the series to that point. And I'm like, yeah, they have this stuff just in case. So I'm pretty sure they had some sort of ad company whip up a, a whip up a logo for them just in case that you get get, get licensed in the United States. Yeah. Or he had like gets licensed in a in a in a region of, United, of a region that speaks English. Also, one little one little note. I think uh, one other note that I want to talk about just really quick before we move on, because like we're we're, we're like we, this topic has gone way too long. But like you know, I, there's a lot of interesting things to discuss in this topic. There are plans to bring one of the PS2 games here to the United States. We know this for a fact because when it, when it, the game was data mined, I believe for the European version of the game, right? The little first Saint Seiya fighting game, Saint Seiya the Sanctuary. Not the one for PS3, but the one for PS2. When it was data mined, they found data of the English logo in the game. So wow. there were there were plans at one point to put the game in English with that logo. So we, because of that, I'm very sure there were plans to like go beyond just putting out the toys, but also putting out a video game as well. And because because it, because it, because it just flopped, they just they did they never capitalized on it after ever again. Yeah, it can. So. Yeah, so it's like it, it's there, and I'm pretty sure, like I said, it was data mined, and you know, we we absolutely have no idea what happened with it, but like, it's there. So yeah, um, does anybody have any other thoughts on all of this? Just this, the, since oh, I mean, you mentioned the the games that just to add to the stuff of the, you know Saint Seiya, you know, in English meaning, there is of course that um the PS4 game, the yeah PS4. Um, Robin for Steam, and I'm forgetting the name, but yes, that is available in English. Yeah. And for it also, it's available for the U.S. Unfortunately, unfortunately, like unfortunately, if you're trying to look for the Steam version, it is delisted. That's the yeah. unfortunate thing. The, the unfortunate seen. Steam. The, that's good. And what I love about <laughs> that, what, what I love about that, what I love about that particular version of the game is that it has various dubs in the game, especially the Spanish dub. It has the Latino Spanish dub. It is unfortunately the last known dubbing role for uh, um, Jesus Barrero. Played the original voice. Yeah, yeah, I read about yeah. that. I was like, "Oh, it has the Spanish." I'm like, "I want that." So it was his very, la- it was his very last role as Saya. He did so. It's quite unfortunate that it was like it's quite unfortunate that like he, he passed away. But it's great that like he that the world can finally see in some way, some form, his dub in the game. And it's why well, that's why I'm a huge part of them re-releasing that game with the new English cast. <laughs> like, just give us like all that stuff because like it would be really cool to have that game again. With that, with the with the current English cast, the English cast that we got right now. I honestly feel like Bandai is due to like they're due for making another Saint Seiya game for consoles. They're they are, but but they are, but at the same time too, like the, like uh, but going back to the topic of video games, another thing that we that we forgot too is like mobile. They're, like they released, there's so many mobile games on there's so there's so many English mobile games of Saint Seiya. It's not even funny. There's clearly no none from Bandai. They closed their service on all of those. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's like you know we we would we would have like, I would absolutely love for them to take, take another shot at, at them making a proper game, but hey, what can I say? But like I said, we have a lot of mobile games in English, you know, that you can officially get. They're not from like Toy or from from um, Bandai Namco, they are but officially licensed though. Yeah, officially, yeah, by, by Kuromata Pro. So like they have so so instead of having the designs of the of the of the, of the anime, they all kind of skewed more towards the manga, which is mm-hmm. fine. I like I love the manga designs and like like you know I'm not complaining, but yeah. Uh, but yeah we are due for another like Bamco game for, for them 
Um, hopefully, 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 in the near future, we'll get some. Um, is there we anything? can just have a separate episode one that just cover like the game history, not we just have, to English. We have, oh, you have okay. We have we we have, and like I wouldn't mind another crack at that, like another crack at that, like some other time. But the thing is, it's su it's such a weird topic to talk about the talk about the video games of Saint Seiya because the video games of Saint Seiya were kind of were kinda, like the first couple of video games were reactionary. They were mm -hmm. very very reactionary to the games at the time. Saint the first <laughs> Saint Seiya game for the Famicom, mm -hmm. I shit for dollars. That was a response to both Dragon Quest and also. Um, also of Xanadu for the for the for the for PC eighty eight. I am absolutely certain that, that that was like their intent when they were when they were making that game. It was like, okay, where are two where are the two biggest games right now? Okay, Dragon Quest. Okay, cool. What about the other game, Xanadu? Okay, cool. Make a game exactly like that. And then they made then then they made the game again. This time they kind of kind of refined mechanics for the second game. Third game, they're like, okay, fine. We'll just make a Dragon Quest clone. And they made that Game Boy game. And then nothing. And like, okay, what's popular right now? Dragon Ball, fine. Then make a Dragon Ball. We'll make we'll make something with the Dragon Ball. We'll make something in the Dragon Ball Budokai engine with Saint Seiya. Check it out. And it's like, okay, what sell what sells well? Anime fighting, uh, arena fighters, fine. Let's make an arena fighter. Make an anime arena fighter. Let's just make that. And what the only the only one that the only odd man the only odd person the only odd game out is Saint Seiya Senki Saint Seiya Battle Sanctuary for the PS3 because it's more of a Devil May Cryish game where it's like you actually get to like do stylish moves I'm like. That's my jam, yo. That is my fucking jam because I love Devil May Cry. I that is like I, like if you can put me if you want if there's a game like you want me to play like if you say hey Ramses, we're locking you up for like thirty days with like no with nothing but your Switch. You only have one game you can play. Give me Devil May Cry three, baby. Let's go. Because I want to be stylish. I want to be as stylish and cool as Dante. Anyways, anybody have any final thoughts? Because like this is a really long winded conversation to be honest. But I'm because you have any final thoughts? Uh, it's just that. It has such a huge history. Like it's funny thing. Like the series itself has a huge long history. But thinking about it in very specific markets, like talking about the history of that, it's it's just it's it's so much. And yeah. I'm sure there's still quite a few things that we could probably in another episode go more into depth. If uh, more into depth onto the right. different parts of those topics that we've already touched. So maybe we'll we'll take another. We'll I will take another look at this. Eventually, as well. All right, Jackie, you have any final thoughts before we move on to our to our? Um... If you guys want us to go into uh, like a specific anything we talked about, you know, within the history of say you know, in the English market, you know, hit us up, and you know, we can cook up something. Yeah, I mean, we I asked I asked on Twitter people, and people were really responsive, and like it was a really fun topic to talk about all this stuff because it's like it's something that I like I have somewhat a lot of knowledge on. And I um like like and me and Jackie we we both kind of had, had like firsthand experience a lot of these things and I can clarify a lot of things talking to a lot of people in the industry talking a lot and seeing a lot of stuff from like industry insiders to give you guys a better idea of what's been going on because like we hear a lot of stuff like hearsay and like I, what I'm saying is hearsay too but like I can confirm a lot of things or I can deconfirm a lot of things as well so, yeah why don't we move on to our next topic then um. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got episode, we got we got to talk about what what's 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 blitz through these episodes then? What's 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 blitz through these episodes of episode seventy five, episode seventy three through seventy seven, oh, 74 and seventy through seventy seven of this of the of Saint Seiya. Um, we are finally at Asgard. You know, um, the land, like you know, it's a it's a really cool it's a really cool place, and yeah. So like, let's let, let's try to let, let's try to like keep it 
briefish as possible. So, um, Becca, why don't, you, why don't you take out? Why don't you? Why don't you open us up with like the brief summary? Okay, summary of episode seventy-four. After the fight, uh, after the fight with the gold saints, after the twelve temples arc, we begin a new, a new arc, a new story. We begin in uh, a land where it's never specified where it is, but we're told that this is Asgard, the the place of the people of of the god of the Norwegian god Odin, and her priestess, uh, the one that it, the, the one that looks after this land after Odin. It's it's uh, praying for like she's kind of lamenting and giving us like a bit of a glimpse on the situation of Asgard. It's a place that it's in extremely a harsh uh, environment. It's extremely cold. They, apparently, they have never seen the light of day. They have never seen the green of of the fields. Uh, so very difficult situation. And then a voice comes like she's praying in front of the ocean and a voice starts speaking to the, this priestess called Hilda Polaris Hilda and he tells he tries to I was going to say a word but I'll let me choose another one he tries to convince her to accept uh, uh, something from him in order in exchange for power in exchange for a promise of Asgard becoming the dominant force in the world and he asks her to take care of the saints of Athena and of the sanctuary. Uh, obviously, she she denies this, not knowing whom is approaching her and uh, who is making these uh, very questionable demands. And then this entity, by force, decides to bestow upon her a golden ring. Uh, and in, after he, she is giving this golden ring, her personality changes, and she starts to enlist the her own warriors, or the, the Norwegian warriors, the Asgard warriors, known as the God Warriors. Uh, each one bestowed upon a, a type of armor called uh, Godrove that is uh, based on a piece of Norwegian mythology. She gathers these seven warriors and then they begin their attack on Sanctuary. One of them, uh, Misar Sid, uh, attacks Al Taurus Aldebaran in Sanctuary and defeats him easily in just one fell swoop, proving that these fellows are as much of a menace as the Gold Saints, if not even more so. Then he, this warrior decides to attack uh, Sayori directly in her mansion, but it's thwarted by the arrival of the protagonist, the five bronze saints. The warrior, seeing that he's at a disadvantage, decides to retire, but now, basically, with a new war upon them, they realize they, realize they have to travel to Asgard to figure out what's going on. Um, ladies first, Jackie, what, are your, what were your initial thoughts on the episode? Have a weird, kind of a weird history with the Asgard saga because when I first watched it, I kind of started maybe about four or five episodes in, mm. just because I was got sent the VHS uh, TV recording. So it was later that I got to see the beginning. So I kind of love hate relationship with this saga. That said, um, still when it was new to me, it was exciting to see. Oh, hey, you know, so now we get to find out what happened after, you know, after 12 temples before the next saga. And I, of course, at the time, I didn't really know either you know, what was going, what was, what would come next. I thought it was kind of disappointing, though, that, that Aldebaran got defeated so easily. In fact, it kind of bothered me because I felt that the goldies are supposed to be pretty OP. And then here comes this guy, one to three defeats Aldebaran. Mm -hmm. Other than that, 
I kind of felt that the introduction to what the general idea of this saga might be seems to be kind of rushed. But nonetheless, it's a you know it's gonna be a new story, new adventure. We're going to a cold place. Let's see what happens. And hey, you know we get to experience you know Norse mythology within the world of Greek mythology. So new take. Let's see what's happened. Um, Benjas, do you have any thoughts on the episode? Yeah. Uh, well, just uh, to to say something. This saga has a lot of interesting trivia aspects to it. But if you would permit me, I would like to save those for the next episode that we make, since we've already had, like made a very long episode. So I'll, I'll leave those for for the next one. As far as this episode is concerned, like two things, like three things, uh, pop out to me immediately. One, uh, the interesting aspect of int introducing a completely new uh, Patheon, Patheon, yeah, Patheon, yeah, Patheon of, of deities into this universe that, as far as we were concerned until now, the only ones uh, that we know for a fact existed were Greek Greek gods uh, or Greek mythology, uh, Greek deities. And now they are basically just saying, hey, yeah, the Norwegian deities exist here as well. So that opens a whole, whole can of worms in both good and bad ways, but we'll get into that. I think that uh, conversation better left for the end of the of the arc. It, so, but it is interesting to see how they they focus their attention from one particular uh, deity pantheon to to another one entirely different, like in literally in the blink of an eye. Because if you look at this, uh, uh, like fr from the previous episode to this one, it's it's a very strong like whiplash, uh, in my opinion. Okay, that's one thing. The other one is. The animation, obviously, you can you can just see that immediately this was animated by Shingaraki. I was gonna so, say, like, just, I was gonna ask you. I was, that was a question I was gonna ask you. Was this a Shingaraki episode? Yes, yes, this is a Shingaraki. Oh. And, and and it shows, and it shows. The animation is absolutely fantastic and beautiful here. And that that's the second one. So everything, like the action, the the movement, the the presentation, everything is just chefskis. And for me, the third aspect to it is. Okay, while we are maybe familiar with many of the tunes that accompany the Asgard saga, like like coming to like thinking about it more in the sense of this is the first time that we hear many of those compositions, many of those arrangements. Mind you that this is also the very first episode to use the second opening for the series, Soul the Dream, which happens to be my personal favorite. Yes, I, thank I, you. I love Pe I, I love Pegasus Fantasy to death, and he will all I always always love it to death. But I don't know why I just gravitate more towards Soul the Dream as as a song. Thank so, you. Yeah. Same. So yeah. So Good. so hearing that for the first time is just like oh yeah, and and not not only the opening and and the ending as well. Blue Dream is just it's just a beautiful. It, it we brings stand, tears to the We eyes. stand. He would know what Kageyama in this in this um uh, in this um in, in this podcast. Blue Dream. Sorry. sorry, 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 guys. It's just, it's just like, like, look, Pegasus Fantasy, all-time banger. That, that, it's a classic. But don't sleep on, don't sleep on, don't sleep on anything from, don't sleep on anything by Hiroshima from this era of Saint Seiya. That's all I gotta say right now. Keep going. Okay, so the, like hearing many of the compositions for for this arc, like many of the of the of the first ones here, it's just it gives it a very distinct flavor and and it makes it feel different from everything. Even though it uses a couple of of, of melodies we've all, we're already familiar with, it mostly does new ones. So it gives a, a very fresh sense to to this particular introduction to this new arc, and I thought that that was fantastic. I do have 
I have a bit of a problem with this arc, but I would I would like to leave that until we finish watching all the episodes so I can maybe like go more into depth on that. I do agree a little bit with uh, with uh, Jackie that so some things like are kind of like make noise with me like trying to leave those already thoughts that I have on on it aside. For example, seeing Aldebaran defeated, in, I know that the intention is they need to make them seem like a very powerful threat, and the and having a gold saint be defeated by one of them, it's a very good way of establishing the level of threat that they are supposed to represent. But when you look at the overall, like the like after like it, they don't make sense later, but it's some there's something that just feels wrong about this. Oh yeah. And, okay, so so I'll just say that for now, and. Um, and also, uh, I I like that even though uh, Sean still co- needs to be, uh, uh, even though Sean uh, still doesn't come out in the best light in this episode. At the very least, they toy. I think this is the the time that they've put the most effort into actually trying to make him look well when it's something that is written by them specifically. Now, yeah, and uh, Sean, he actually looks pretty smug, which is yeah, really yeah. unusual for him. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's actually a, a gift that I that I have stored in my computer of of Smog Shun. So I I love that animation. But yeah, it's I, overall I think that as an introduction, it's a very strong episode. A couple of issues here and there, but it's a very strong uh, introduction to this new arc. Okay, there's a re- very good reason why I, like earlier in the show I was saying that I was feeling really nostalgic for the for this arc. When I first started watching Saint Seiya, guess where I started? I started with this. I started with this very. This is my very first episode I ever saw of Saint Seiya. So I started, I started with the Asgard arc. So this series, so this particular episode has so much nostalgia, and I cannot like, it has so much meaning to me because like this was like I remember where I was when I was watching this again. I was I was taken back to when I first watched the series when I was totally confused. I remember every scene vividly in the back of my brain. So this so like while others so while others may have some complaints and they, yeah there is obviously some complaints because like I, like there is some obvious there is some really obvious issues with with this saga, it's this particular saga that got me into Saint Seiya, and I and it made me and this is where I this is where I first became a fan, and like for me that's why that, that's why for me like those weird that's why when I when I first started searching the series again when I when, after I watched watched this I started seeing that there were like they were wearing these weird cloths that made no sense and weird and you know more lower quality animation i was like wondering like why is why does this guy have a weird like horse on his head a big old horse instead of a tiny little horse on his head like he has cool hair what and like why is this why is the pink why is the why is the why is the red guy pink and why is you know why this why that so it was kind of confusing but I started understanding, like, oh, this is like that. There's like the, what they're what they're airing like on uh, at this time, and, and this time is very much different than this and that. And I was able to piece together the entire series. And like overall, this episode is basically buy our toys the episode. Like it was basically, <laughs> it was like here's all the new toys for the season, boys. Have at it. <laughs> f- f- funny you mentioned that because I was actually. I was forgetting about this. I was thinking about it when I saw the episode and forgot to write on my notes. Uh, the I, I I understand why they did it. Uh, okay, but point of interest: uh, this is the first episode in which the they, they introduced the B two clots yes. uh, for all the main five protagonists, and um, and this is the first time that they actually are manga accurate mm-hmm. because they actually put the, the manga designs as they were into the animation. So. This is like a, a visual change over for them as well. 
And it just so happens that, like, I, I was thinking about it, like, was it really necessary for all the five of them to arrive at the very end, even though three of them, well, two of them do absolutely nothing? <laughs> like, how convenient! And all I could think about was, Van die, Van die, here you come thee again, don't you? <laughs> I was making, I made the joke, what the fuck are you doing here, Iki? Get the fuck out of here. Like, I love he just appears like, I'm here, now I'm gone. Bye. Right, my check. <laughs> it's what they do. It's what they I do. I know, but it's like, it's like, like, look, I can understand. I can understand Iki just be, just suddenly appearing. I, you know, I, I, I'm totally down with that because that day is that day is his mo at this point. Whatever, his brother's in trouble. He'll appear, but he literally was. I'm here. Oh wait, my brother can take care of this. Bye. <laughs> you know, it was the style back then. You just had to have a character shop because you just wanted yeah, it to show. Up. This, this was. This was again. This was just an episode. This didn't show off the toys, but they. But when like, again. I, I this is unapologetic. Like I, I love this episode. Un- like I love this episode because of because of that now. Because it's like, oh my god, they're just this is just a toy. They're just trying to show off all the new toys, and I didn't even know that. So it's like for me watching it as a kid, like yeah, this is like my very first exposure to the series, and I'm watching a glorified toy commercial. That's it. That's all the animation. Um, glorified toy commercial. But um, but. Yeah, I mean, I love the clots. I love, I love that you know Shinoraki was doing the animation. I, th- I guess that's what elevates this episode to being really good. Is that this when you when you take when you actually acknowledge that this is a toy, like, like they're trying to sell you toys. It's not a bad episode. It's not a bad episode. It's a great way to get you introduced to Asgard, even though we technically got introduced to Asgard. If you were paying attention, if you were, if you're at the time watching the movies and stuff like that, we know how Asgard is because they went to Asgard already, quote unquote. Did but, that happen? Was that our imagination? Yeah, it was. Because, like, we know we've been there. We Like, it was a pretty good movie, in my opinion. But, like, like you know. <laughs> but it's just, Toy just likes Asgard. They like to reuse it a lot. And I think that's where I have a problem with. But we'll get into that some more time. But, yeah. Um. Like it was a great ep- like it was a great episode and like I said it's elevated more by the fact that it's like you know they have this A plus team working on it and like and it's a great and like I said like if, for someone that does that has no idea what Saint Seiya is this would this would have been this would have been a perfect this would have been a this is a perfect episode to like get yourself into in my opinion any final thoughts uh, um, no just um well mine are just it's a very good uh, starting point for for this new story that they are trying to tell at a very interesting um, turn of events for how how different it feels from from the previous one and in hindsight like a very interesting like it very interesting how toy decided to approach doing a filler arc and is uh, for this episode specifically the start is very strong Jackie, any final thoughts None so far. Let's All right. Go. Next, Next episode. episode. All right. This following episode, episode 75, begins with uh, Hyoga uh, running with a girl. Uh, we don't know what is going on yet, but then uh, apparently soldiers that happen to be from the 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 <laughs> the, the, the palace where, where Hilda and the God Warriors reside. I'll tell you what I was laughing in a bit. Uh, <clears throat> They're running away from them, and then we finally get introduced to this girl. Apparently, she's the younger sister of uh, Hilda, uh, and she's trying to get in touch with Athena to ask her to help 
her sister, because obviously, uh, as we mentioned previously, after the ring was put into her hand, her personality, her personality and her desire to start a war changed. It's something that she didn't want to do prior to that. And she know, and her sister know this. So she wants Athena to help her get her back uh, to the way that she was, because she knows that something is wrong. Um, Kyoga uh, runs into a bunch of soldiers. Uh, he defeats them very easily. They they make aware the God Warriors and Hilda that apparently she's with a Knight of Athena, Saint of Athena, and then they they decide to go after her. Uh, Hyoga and and oh god and, and oh god Freya. I forgot the name. Thank Freya. you. I was like, is it Freya? Okay, yes, yes it is. Thank you very much. Freya uh, arrive with them. She explains her plight. Athena agrees to to help. Uh, the other Bronze States are there as well. They all think that there's something fishy. All all of them except. Uh, Except uh, Iki and Shiryu. Shiryu was oh, yeah, the only one right. to ask. Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention on the previous episode. At the end, Shiryu mentions he'll go to uh, Lucian to ask uh, the to ask uh, Doko the the uh, like if he knows something about Asgard. And Iki just decided to go to, to to go fuck off because that's what he does apparently. Just like I like, no, I'm no, like my shows are on. I don't I don't I'm not I'm not only bothered. Yeah, no explanation given. Anyway, um, so only Seiya is Shun and Hyoga are there, and when the the God Warriors arrive in a very menacing entrance that oh, is, yes. that is very very impactful, and then they kind of exchange words. Uh, they realize like what's going on. Uh, Hyoga explains that her like her plan to start destroying the the rest of the planet is by allowing the polar ice capes to melt and therefore flood the world because apparently she kept that at bay by praying every single day and she hasn't been doing that so athena's role here becomes to try to use her power to stop that from happening and while while the other while the other saints um well they 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 realize that the thing that it's changed with her was what because when she arrives is saori notices the ring and she recognizes it as the What's the name for it in English? Nibelungen ring. Okay, Nibelungen ring. ring. In Spanish, it's Nibelungus. So I was like, how the hell do they say that in English? Okay. Uh, that, after she received that ring, that's when the oh, things changed. It's, so... really it's, um, it, it's, um, it, it's, uh, it's, what's his face? It's, um, it's, anyways, keep going. Okay. So th- it becomes their mission that they know they have to take care of that ring one way or another. And, uh, but they, and that's a what when they, their mission starts because the God Warriors decide to return to their path to their respective uh, places because they know that the enemy is going to come to them. Athena stays in place trying to stop this uh, event from transpiring, and the Bronze Saints start to to march towards defeating their enemies, and that's how episode seventy five uh, ends. Um, Jackie, any any thoughts on the episode? Well, I guess Toy for one thing decided that it was time that Hila needed a love interest, so I guess that's why they pair him up with Freddy to an extent. He's always I, I, I ask like like apparently I ask this question every time, and I'm pretty sure I, like I keep forgetting the answer. But how popular was Hyoga at the time? With Japanese Very. Audience? Oh, he was the second most popular character in. The thing, was, the thing was okay. First movie, he the first movie he he has he ends up he ends up hooking he ends up having a really bad twi- uh, Tinder date with uh, with Eris. Second movie, he ends up he ends up in Asgard and gets and and, and gets brainwashed to become another soldier. Now he's now he gets a love interest here. Like, Jesus <laughs> um, I apologize you know, that we're picking the yoga and that considering I'm a fan of yoga. They they, they know where the butter's being they know what they know where the butter's being used in the bread. <laughs> Keep going. 
Sorry, I just lost it with the Tinder. Um, I mean, you know, it's every, every you know, every hero has to have a pretty girl. So, and for Hyuga was the only one that hadn't gotten one in the anime. So, if they figured they could do it and ask her. Other than that, um, um, what I did realize at the time that I see now that this episode actually when, um. Hilda and her warriors arrive to where Athena is, you know, where the polar cup is melting. There is the whole sequence that everybody, uh, I guess, fires up their Cosmo. It essentially sort of quickly previews the fights that you're going to see who versus who. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, um, they're all standing off, they're like, ooh, I, I, they're, they're all pointing fingers, like, I'm going to get you. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to go after you and stuff like that. I'm gonna see you later, I'm going to punch you in the freaking face. I'm going to get you. <laughs> but what? I, uh, but then this is one of those episodes that also has some, like some random weird animation sequence in my opinion. What was it with the faces kind of like squish? Like the scenes, like it compresses the face. Like it's it's really weird. I don't even know how to describe it. But that one always bothers me. And I think we see that in Asker a lot too. There's just every couple of episodes, there's some random, really strange animation sequence, and all I have. I can say is what were they trying to accomplish with this? But yeah, I think that's pretty much that's what this episode does. I mean, animation looks nice. Um, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's alright. I can't really recognize who may have done the episode, but to me, I think that the quality wise, it looks really good. And it really all it does is just set up set up what's going to happen. You know, Hyoga just you know he wish. I don't know if it was this. I can't remember if it was this episode or later explains that why he he was there first in Asgard. So I think he I, I think he said something extent that like in the previous episode. Like, I'm gonna go on ahead to um to Asgard in the previous episode. Just like how oh, the previous, you, so yeah, how in the previous okay. episode we um we, we they, 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 like you know he was like okay I'm going to Luchel Peaks and I'm gonna go talk to I'm gonna talk to the Grand yeah Master. they were trying to gather more information ahead of Athena's arrival. So I guess this that's what we're seeing from the beginning. So it may not be quite clear. What was going on, you know, of course, the Freya explains the situation and so forth. And all it really is is that one of those episodes that's just setting you up for what the what it's going to be about. Yeah, I think, like, um, you know, my opinion, like, um, Bejas, you want to you wanna go first? Uh, no, go on ahead first and then I'll go. Okay, so, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's like, you know, we kind of already established, like, we kind of established what the, what the God Warriors can do. In the previous episode, here we're kind of establishing a little bit more of the uh, the setting itself, and kind of like previewing a little bit of who's going to be fighting who in this fight. Even though there's some fights that are like you know uh, they don't, they they're not they're not who they ended up being at the end of the, at the end of, at the end of the day. But there's a lot of like cro- that you get to see like you know who they're going to pick a fight with. Uh, yeah, like I said, like uh, like the first like first my first major thought on the episode was like, hey, you know what was you know I, again I keep forgetting that like, Kyoga was like really popular. And that's why there's a, such a huge focus on him. And you know it's it's a great it's a it's a great set it's a great way to set up the whole entire arc. Um, a lot a lot of stuff already that was already established by um by Jackie. She she made a lot of great points points on it. But um, overall, I thought the episode was was fine. Like it's it's a good way to like set up everything. It's not the best episode of the world. Again, like like the last episode was unironically a a, 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 a episode to sell you on the toys. This is more of an episode to sell you on the setting and everything else. Like now, now that we sold you on the toys, now we got to sell you on everything else, and slowly we're gonna start giving you like slowly we're gonna start breaking your heart because like that, like I think this is what's more known about the series is these next couple of episodes. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's I, mean, I don't know what else it really much to say other than like it's a it's just a basic episode with um it's just a basic setup episode. Like it, again, it sets up more the, the plot and tell and gives us like the, the clicking the ticking talk the ticking timer that's always been that's always kind of prominent in these in, in Saints Now where it's like. But then I get to this is always a, this is a narrative thing in general. Like in order to add more suspense, you always have a ticking clock on anything. And like, it this is not this is not a fault of the story. It's not a fault of, 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 of it's not a fault of it's basic writing one on one. If you want to add tension, you have to have some sort of ticking clock uh, attached to it. It's like there's so like you know, it's it's it, like you know if you want to blame if people want to like accuse the series of like not being original, it's like no, this like, you have. There's so many other series that have ticking time clocks and like you and like you know to add more attention to things. So it's like no, like don't don't start accusing the series for them reusing a lot of things like that. I do find it interesting that's like you know that that like you know she's that that Athena's like look, you're you're slacking your job here, Hilda. I gotta take over because like if not these if not if not these these not if not this the whole icons are gonna melt. So like give me, let me like let me do your job that you're slacking off to, man. Um. Other than that, you know, it, it's a fine episode. Like, it's it's a good episode to get. To, it's, it's more of an episode to establish the the theming of the episode, oh, the theme of the, like uh, the, like the theme and where they are going to be going for the next couple of episodes. Um, what's your thoughts? Yeah, the, this episode is is kind of weird in the sense that we, we've already pretty much made clear that the previous one is very good at kind of setting up the stage for this new story to unfold. But it this episode immediately begins with Hyoga running away with some okay with Freya, but we don't know that. Like in the beginning, of this is like because immediately it goes like, what the fuck is going on? And you would think that maybe like they would do something like okay, they would do a time skip to go back in the past and explain what the what how the hell Hyoga got there, who the hell is this girl, and how the hell they got in touch together. Nope, they just skip that. It's like they never mention. It. It's like as far as we're concerned, Hyoga already did all the work. It's like huh. Eh? That's very bizarre in terms of uh, storytelling. It, that's not something not to something that will probably pop up again in, throughout this arc. But okay, that that that's a, a negative point that I have on this one. But then it gets to a very memorable scene. You can say that it maybe gets dragged way too long, but it is very memorable. How like uh, Hilda very menacingly approaches and the God Warriors with her, uh, and on the opposite side, Seori with the th the three Bronze Age presence with her, and especially because of the music. The, in this case, this is the first time that we hear this melody. Pardon me, I can't remember the name of the of the melody at, at the top of my head right now, but this is the first time that I can remember that we get introduced to this, and that would become a staple melody to be used in other parts of the series as well. So it's a it's a very memorable scene, and the objective gets established. So like this is like to establish, okay, what exactly is this saga? This is this this is the objective to accomplish in this saga, and that's what the episode does. It's a uh, not like I think that the way that you describe it is the best. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's 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 fine. It's fine. It does a job. Exactly. All right. Um. All right. Well, we'll go to our next episode then. Okay. Do you mind if I actually do the synopsis for both episodes seventy-five and seventy-six? Considering we might that, as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because Sorry. okay. To, to explain the reason why uh, to the audiences, these two volume two episodes is basically just one prolonged episode, just like divided by half. Yeah. And episode seventy five begins with the 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 bronze the episode seventy. Sorry, episode seventy six begins with the saints running towards the objective of reaching the the palace and trying to find the 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 way to take that ring from Hilda. While they're running, they face their first uh, their first object. Well, their first um, 
the, the first person that they need to defeat in order to be able to proceed, which is uh, Thor, the the god warrior of uh, Fekda. He is the most imposing one out of all of them in terms of size because he's a stupidly ass giant. He's like, he towers everybody. Two, yeah, he towers everybody. So, and he's very big and, and he wields it to the. He wields Mjolnir, like two twin axes, but that he calls Mjolnir. It's, that's kind of odd because that never actually gets explained. Mm-hmm. Like what he's in, it never goes into depth too much about the relation to Norwegian mythology. But anybody that knows the name, well, you know what they're talking about. Dude, there's, anyway, there's, four, there's four movies you can watch that. that there's, there's four movies you can watch about that. Yeah, okay. So the Bronze Age start to attack him, Hyoga and Shun, and they fail miserably. He just wipes them out with one hit and he makes them unconscious. Then it's up to Seiya to, to face him. Obviously, he gets pummeled. Then he, when he's lying on the ground, like half beaten to death, he starts to get a, an imaginary lesson with Marin. He starts to remember his previous fights. He stands up. He starts to to gain a little bit of territory and does a little bit of damage to Thor. Thor, this says Nabra. He stands back up again and then attacks A again and throws him off a of a cliff. That's the end of episode seventy six. Episode seventy seven begins immediately after that uh, with. Actually, Seiya having to have been rescued. No, no, he's like on the brink of, of falling, but he gets back back up. Then he again attacks Thor. Thor says Nabra. Then again attacks him and sends him back mm-hmm. onto the cliff. But by this time, Shiryu arrives and saves Seiya's ass. <laughs> then they they climb back up again. Shiryu is about to face him, but Seiya says, "No, no, you go ahead. I'll I'll defeat him." And then uh, and then Seiya start, gets his his ass kicked again over and over until uh, and then when he stands up again. Out of the blue, uh, uh, Thor starts to remember his past and the way that he became acquainted with uh, Hilda and show us, shows us a little bit of, of how Hilda used to be before the possession by the ring, in which he was apparently like a thief trying to not starve in the horrible, horrible place that seems to be Asgard. He apparently even was hunting near the grounds of the castle and, and, they, and they tried to arrest him, but he stood his ground. But then Hilda... Uh, saves him from from being arrested and that's when he declares his loyalty to her then he faces off against Seiya but because because this is the point where he internally starts to doubt if maybe there is something wrong with with Hilda because he can't see the change in her personality but he goes against Seiya Seiya finally is able to defeat him and he falls down dead and then they grab what will become a very important item in this in this saga which is his uh, oh god his Odin sapphire that yeah. is embedded into every single one of the uh, god robes, and then they they everybody proceeds to move on forward, and that's how episode seventy six and episode seventy seven end. Um, Jackie, do you have any thoughts on the episode? On these two episodes? Um, I was like, yeah. Well, like, it was right. just really okay. Of course, they had to have the first protagonist, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. You know that was going to happen. <laughs> Protagonist must always be the first one to fight. And, and, and the his, previous and, and episode his... predicted it. <laughs> yeah, keep going, keep going. But, you know, okay, other than that, so this episode, you know, ignore, we know Sega, his ass kicked, and, and then Shiri, all right, but Shiri at least does, you know, like he was able to get some information from Doko and essentially how they, what they need to do to um, destroy and remove the, the, Ring of, the nibble, the and ring. Nibelungen ring from uh, Hilda. By the way, I don't think he was Swedish. <laughs> Anyways, 
But here's the thing, like, you know, of course, when the whole thing begins, you're kind of thinking, okay, the good guys versus the bad guys. But what this episode also establishes is that in the, you know, it's telling us, you know, that they're really, that the whole reason the Godwars are fighting for Hilda is really because, you know, they believe in her good side. So it, goes, it does make you, it sounds that it really makes you feel sorry for them because they're going to have to get defeated. But, you know, they're not bad guys, if you will. Mm-hmm. So once again, it's going to be one of those, you know, that this, of course, there's going to be action, there's going to be fights, but it's going to be a lot of tragedy, too, because not all of them, mind you, but the majority, you know, believe you know, they're loyal to Hilda because they because of her kindness and how she's treated them, And but you know, we'll get into the other God Wars later, but at least starting with Thor, he establishes that for the most part that, you know, that they remain loyal to her no matter what, because you know, she, it, she she is a good person. We don't know what's controlling her at this point, and it's gonna be a while before you know we find that. <sighs> Other than that, you know, just you know, it was just a one. It's really one. Ep- what should have been one episode that was maybe stretched out a little too much, and I feel like that's gonna be a problem with the one problem we have with this particular arc is. Some of the things get stretched out unnecessarily. I mean, okay, how many times did he say he needs to get beat up too, so that we know, oh, he's getting beat up and, you know, Mary needs to encourage him somehow. But it is what Mary's it is. Like, it's like, God damn it, pick up the phone for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, yeah, we didn't have cell phones. Or I guess gospel cell phones, whatever you want to call it at the time. Anyway, that's all I really can contribute to this episode. And it sets us up for... You know that the guys are separated, and who knows? They they'll meet up later on again. We we'll just see a lot of separate fights for the time being. Because you have, uh, because you have any thoughts on the episode? Um, yeah. Well, first, uh, thank thank you, Jackie. I actually forgot to mention those very important details about these episodes. The way that they learned that they require the 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 Odin sapphires is because Doko did mention to to Shiryu that the only way is by using the sword of uh, Odin. The, which they can only acquire by I like, I, I, also one, one, one quick thought. I was watching this dub in English, and I like how they're like like they're they're, they're like they're insinuating in the dub that like we're just gonna rip the ring out of our finger. It's like yoink. <laughs> <laughs> like just go walk up to her, like yoink mine. <laughs> well, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know? <laughs> and um, okay, that that and also the 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 part at the end where they they actually decide to separate themselves because they need to cover. Basically, they know that they need to defeat all of them, so there's no point in them sticking together as a group. So those are actually very important aspects to, to this episode that I forgot to mention. Sorry about that. Anyways, to the episodes themselves, I actually agree with Jackie quite a bit on the sentiment that it feels that it was stretched out way too long, because, and the reason why I specifically decided to do the synopsis of both these episodes as uh, back back by back is because it, it this could have been just one episode, but it got, but it uh, unfortunately... Due to the particular reason why this saga needs to exist, which is to basically give Kurumada time to be able to publish <laughs> more chapters of the manga. So you can unfortunately like here's the thing, like okay, it's a filler arc. There that's there's no denying that, and that's its purpose. But you can start to see that and you can start to feel that. And that's it gets never painfully. good. Yeah, yeah, that's never Painful. good. It's not as bad here, like it could have been a lot worse. But We've seen worse examples in this it's... show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not the it's not the worst in the entire series by far, but not by any means. 
But you can start to see this, and this is going to become a constant in in this arc, unfortunately. So you can you can see the beginning of that here, and is it starting to become apparent so soon? Is not a, is not a good thing in my book. But at the very least, what I can say is that if anything, uh, even though it feels a little bit of a drag, it is entertaining to see. It's always I, I it's it's always you know nice to see say you get in the shit bit and out of him just for him to stand up. <laughs> the one thing that I do have to criticize about this is that. I do feel that Thor telling his origin story, let me address it as that, it feels way too out of left field. It was like, like, really? Like, it was completely unnecessary, and he just starts to remember his past for no reason. Well, he, does have, a, he does have a reason, because he's like, he's, he's feeling the cosmos of uh, Athena, and he's like, I remember this feeling from, 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 um, oh, yeah. from Hilda. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah and that's what we're trying to establish, too, with the Hilda okay. guy this. Uh, never mind, I stand corrected, but maybe it could have been... Okay, so there is a reason for it. Maybe it could have been done a bit better. That's all I, I can say. Okay. Right then then that, but that's basically my, my thoughts on it. Like The, the episode was fine. Uh, it was entertaining, but you can start to see a bit of a, the dragging aspect of it, but we'll, we'll get to see that more as we advance on, on, the, on the show. Um... Yeah, I have to agree with you guys. Like, the reason why I allowed you to put both, both episodes together was like, yeah, I was about to say we have we, we had no choice to put these two episodes together. Like, it literally is like one entire episode put together in one dragged out fight that should have been done in like an episode at least. And yeah, like it, it becomes very painfully obvious. Really, like it becomes painfully obvious midway through the fight when he has to like call when 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 we has to when he has to call up um, Marin. And then, like, he, he repeats, and they do the same thing twice. Like, okay, you got thrown off a cliff, climbed up again. Like, oh my God, like, how many times? How how stupid are you, Saya? For God's sake, I, this is where I think, I think this is where I got the idea that Saya's a fucking, a fucking idiot. Because he keeps repeating the same mistakes over and over again. And I guess this is what, this is when I started establishing, like, yeah, this, this boy just keeps on throwing stuff at the wall and praying that it works. Joey, this also kind of becomes a repetitive thing throughout this arc that a lot of we start seeing a lot of things sound like, didn't you learn anything from your vows in 12 temples? You <laughs> really start questioning the CTE, the CTE of trying to throw yourself from the CTE from throwing yourself at, at Thor was that much. You forgot how to fight. This, you forgot how to fight this guy. Jesus Christ, dude. But, um, <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, like yeah, the repetition starts to happen, but like there's some there's some nuggets of, of interesting like things that would happen. Like again, there's a, like you, like you may have not caught Ben but I caught the fact that he when he when he started feeling the cosmos of Athena when when Sega powering up, I did like the fact like we got a glimpse of not just his origin, but also to like him noticing like wait a minute, there's something wrong with Hilda because like it cuts to another flashback immediately afterwards. So it's a flashback within a flashback, or a flashback that fastens forward to a, to to it. And he's like, he starts noticing. I need you to capture. I need you to capture Freya. But he's like, why would you want me to capture Freya? This is very particular. Something's not right about this lady that I'm working with now. So you can tell the the the, the gears in his hair trying to like grind a little bit. I was like, something's not right. And and it's and something that's like it's quite sad. Like it's quite unfortunate with the saga. It's like the saga is known to be one of the better filler sagas in anime history. But it's also like one of the more tragic ones, and we get to see a lot of that tragedy kind of play out. And like you yeah. know, because like Thor is, you know, he he he's only doing he's only doing these things for like to help to help out others. 
Because he says like, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure that the, the people in my village don't die. And it's like, yeah, fine. And Hilda's like, okay, good. You're doing something good. I'll let you, I'll let you go. And like, he he feels that that warmth, and that's really cool that they established that. And also establishing too, it's like something's not right with Hilda now that she put the Nibelugan ring on her on her again, and she's acting kind of weird. So we, so it's, it's really cool that like the 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 God the 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 God warriors are like they're, they're kind of cognitive cognitive as if something's going that something's going on with with uh, with uh, with Hilda. And like we get to see later on with like how like different how how, how different gold warriors kind of react to that. Also, fine, like I said, like like again, while I was watching it dub, they kind of like insinuate the, with 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 the dialogue. It's like we're just gonna go rip her up. We're just gonna rip her out of her out of her ring out of her finger and see what happens. Like fucking one ring from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but um, that's not how it works. And it's like she was like, no, 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 dude, 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 took too many pulls in the head. You gotta like listen, listen to me, man. We gotta rip. That you're taking too many blows to the head. You have to like, you have to, we have to like, we have to like, we have to like use, the, we have to use the, we have to use Odin's sword to like to, to break them. Yeah, but you cannot get mad at say. I mean, how many times did he get punched in the in the, in the head? Like, there's obviously <laughs> gonna be some brain damage there. Again, CT, CT. <laughs> but um, but overall, I do find I like again, like again, like I do find that like we're gonna see a little bit more of the tragic, tragic backstory to a lot of these characters, and like it's it like. On one hand, like it's it's great that we had these fleshed out characters in um and that we had these fleshed out characters in this kind of type of an arc, and because like we've again like in, in like I think some of the like we, I can point you to, to some of the worst filler we've seen ever by going back to going back to the Silver Saints arc, where it's like here's here's Silver Saint of the Silver Saint of the day, the guy who's guy who's Spider Dude, not related to Spider Man, but then he, <laughs> but here but here at least you get like okay. Thor is a, a compassionate person. He fights for his, he wants to fight for the people like in his village. And he finds Hilda, you know, like he finds his aura uh, like very welcoming. And he starts to notice like something's not something's not right about her. And it's really good that we kind of have like th- that kind of establishment. Did it really need to did it really need to have two episodes? No. But it's great that it, they're putting in those those nuggets of, of everything into the episode. Um if Oh, I will say this. Um, if push does come to shelf, and there, we do notice, like all together, like like that, like these episodes like tend to blend in together, like 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 this again. I will, I will, um, I will, I will, I will allow us to do two episodes at a time and, and do it and do it. I do, and I think honestly too, I think the the previous episode too was kind of like that too, where it's like we kind of got a preview of like the characters of like like we, we kind of got the new toy thing, and we got kind of like an establishment of the of the um of we got a kind of kind of a little bit of the establishment of like the the the, the setting so i think like a little bit so it, it does feel too like they, they kind of wrote these as one prolonged episode that could have been like one episode but they just had to do it in two i just think in that the previous episode they did a better job at, it, at disguising that but once i'm putting things together it starts to make a little bit more sense um does anybody have any final thoughts on the, on this particular on these episodes nope good here um, uh, me too i think uh, we've pretty much we've covered them pretty well all right yeah all right, then. I think this is a good place to stop here. It was a really good conversation. Really good episode to come back to. It was really refreshing to start doing the show. Really, really good to experiment with what we're doing here on on um, here on Twitch as well. I got I uh, I'll tell you guys later on off stream. But we had but we had a really good audience up here for the show. So thank you for thanks for sticking by here. If you yeah, thank you so, everybody. Really thank you very do much. Like this this experiment was a success. So I really do appreciate that. So, but hey, we got it. We have to go. So. Uh, why don't we do our you know, usual plugs for things? Um, Becca, why don't you start us off with anything you would like to promote? 
Alrighty. Uh, currently, I, I did take a little bit of a time off. Uh, I haven't been active too much online, but I don't worry. I do intend to start doing a, a few stuff here and there uh, in the near future. You can find me uh, at my Twitter, which is at MexicanGeek502, or you can also find me at my Instagram, which is uh, uh, Benches. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to be a little bit more active here. I do have a couple things that, that I, I planned. I, I have an idea for my following drawing. And I intend to, finally, after putting it uh, way too long, I, I, I'm going to translate into English chapters 3 and 4 for Rewrites of Poseidon. So please look forward to that. All righty. Um, Jackie, do you have anything you would like to promote? Anything you'd like to, anything you'd like to bring up before we go? Oh, yeah. I guess I should go ahead and promote my social. Um, I'm in Twitter at flowermiko. Pretty simple, one word. Um, and I know things have been a little bit iffy with Twitter, so I'm gonna see if I start like looking through my social, other socials that I use, and see if I can, you know, set up a backup account or something. But for right now, the best way to find me is at flowermiko. Um, then I'm gonna go ahead and promote my translator friend one more time. Um, Please do. Yes, my Tomo-chan, she is at Sweet Dream Life Zero. If, uh, for your translation needs, please uh, hit her up. I mean, she is amazing. She can do Japanese to English or Japanese to Spanish as well. Um, I, I think she might be open up to it, uh, uh, translating. But, you know, just uh, check with her. And I might be working with her. Actually, I am working with her something along the lines of uh, show, So, But, you know. I'll let you guys know when it's ready. Can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear it because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Not, like I like after the last episode we did with 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 Maru de Cinco, and you guys were just going back and forth and knowing how much stuff you got, like how much stuff you have of the Cynthia show. Like like it's I I want to know more. Like like you you're like you know. You, you you're like the north star of like Cynthia's show right now for English speakers, and like it would be great if you can like if you can have like a little bit more information open up. A little yeah, bit. that I really that that's where you know my main like passion project within Saint Seiya is is with Santa's show. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep working on that. <laughs> I'll talk to you later about something, but uh, but um, sure. like it's really cool. I like about what I'm about to talk to you about. Um, as for me, okay. First and foremost, just like Bankas, I've been kind of out of it because, like, I, again, I've been out on vacation. Well, I want to say vacation. I just need a, I needed a personal, I need some personal time out. I need some PTO. So I took a month off. In that month off, I decided to start taking up gunpla making. So if you want to see me do gunpla and like model kit making in general, follow my follow um follow my Twitch twitch.tv/lrantis84. Not only am I am I gonna do live streams of these episodes of, of Cosmocast, but also too you can find me do, just working on Gunpla or just playing a random game there as well. But most likely it's gonna be Gunpla, and usually it's me learning how to paint. You know, um, there's a person in the chat there that's been help that you know has been a great inspiration for me. They've been helping me a lot on trying to I'm trying to improve on my on my on my skills of painting. And they're sort of like my, you know, they're sort of like my, my reason why I'm also trying to take up a little bit more hand painting and stuff and stuff like that as well. So if you're if you're there, you know who you are. Thank you so much. Um, of course, I have another podcast. I have the Saturday Morning Squadron. Uh, we're taking a brief hiatus because, well, one, it was my hiatus, and two, the fact the problem is the my other host Rob, he's a little bit because going to conventions out in Australia. He actually got to meet uh Toto Furia at, at his last convention, so that's uh, that's really cool that he got to meet him. So, you know, when we, when we come back, we'll have, like a huge discussion because like I think we're planning to do something post San Diego Comic Con. 
And when I, so I think like we're gonna talk about his experiences and my experiences at at San Diego Comic Con. So I think that's I think that's the plan when we come back eventually, sometime before the end of July. Um, so as I said before, we are um, we're gonna like I'm gonna be at San Diego Comic Con this year. Uh, San Diego Comic Con is gonna be between July 16th to the 20th. Um, I'm gonna be hosting a panel there. I'm not 100% sure, like, like I'm not 100% sure if I can announce it or not, because like it's not officially on record. Like, like it's like we, we like we got the we got the confirmation that it's not on like anything yet, but we do know. I can tell you that, that we are doing a panel there at the at the show, and yes, it is labeled under uh, under a Cosmocast thing. It is something Cosmocast related as well, so I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to talk about that when the time comes before like you know before we uh, before I go off to do that. Um, like I said, like any, if any news breaks at San Diego Comic Con, I will be there to to talk about it, and I will be like you know I'll try my best to like you know do my things there as well. And um, it, good news is it falls on a week that we're not recording, so it's one of those episodes have one benefit. It's like hey, we, it, like it's not gonna it's not gonna disrupt our flow of the flow episodes that we got going. And yeah, um, of course, if you want to find this, if you want to find this show, we like, you can find the show at um, scosmocast.com. Again, the address is scosmocast.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter, which is again at SD Cosmocast. Depending if depending if the website is depending if Twitter has not burned completely to the ground just yet, it might it might be by the time I, by the time this episode goes up, who knows? Um, but if something does happen, we do have a Discord. Um, if you want to join our Discord channel and you know talk 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 to talk to the fans and talk to us, you're more than welcome to. I'm I'm very active there. I know you two are kind of if, uh, kind of out and out, out, out and in and out, but that's fine. You know. I, I'm I'm more I I'm like you know it's sort of it's sort of like my thing really. It's actually more me and Rob's thing. It's like it's it's more Rob's and more Rob's than mine. But I did, I tend to do a lot of housekeeping stuff, and he's really cool about the stuff I do here on on, on that Discord. So if like push us come to shove, there's a Discord. You can find the links to all of our socials, everything that we have to on our on the, on the show notes on the website. You know. Just like and like you know, if Twitter's not if Twitter's not have not that's not completely imploded, like you can find that info also on Twitter as well. Alrighty, my friends, time to go. For Bankos and for Jackie, I am Ramses, and I'm here to tell you to keep burning that cosmos. I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.